Okay, we're live. So, today's supposed to be a chill stream. Calder is loading. I'm gonna, I'm about to message him. He told me I'm loading for him. So, you guys in the chat, tell us who is actually loading and who is who has the bad internet. We're gonna find out for real. We're gonna find out. I'm just gonna tell Calder we're live. You know, come on, man. Homeboy, he's been... Oh, oh, Co Co Chopo. Chopo is here. Fantastic. Calder's loading. <laughs> Owned. Destroyed. Debunked. So, today, and I guess I have to find stuff to talk about while I wait for Calder. You know, Mr. Lodi over here. Look at him. And I'm gonna... I'm gonna put him solo layout loading pure loading right now but we're going to be talking about uh his new apostolate which is the divine office locator and how you guys can help out because i know a lot of you all did oh oh i thought i saw something oh hello calder can we hear you no i can't hear calder okay that was almost almost to go so, because I know a lot of you altists out there love uh, collecting details and stuff like that. So you can actually help Calder out uh, with his work to find places for people to join with the church's prayer in the daily office. And everybody wants us to talk about Lefebvre and how Chad Lefebvre is. But we're, we're going to wait for Calder. Okay, Calder's messaging me. It's loading. Oh, man. Okay, so he sent me something. Uh, download MBPS and upload MBPS. And the download is 18 and the upload is 17. So is that bad, guys? Should it be higher than that? Call, call there's muted right now. Okay, okay. We'll look up down, download, download. M, what is it? MP and B, MBPS average. Okay, let's see what the average is. Oh, dang, bro. The average is 100 to 200, and this man's at 18. <laughs> He's at 18 right now. Yeesh. Oh, man. Yeah, that ain't gonna, that ain't gonna work, man. Oh, no, he's gone now. Okay, so I guess I have to, have to find stuff to talk about. Oh, oh. Calder's back. Add to stream. Let's see. Yeesh, what am I going to do with all this time we have? Okay, somebody, somebody tagged me right now in the Discord. Okay, somebody sent me. <laughs> oh, oh, Calder's back. Okay, say something, Calder. Dang, it's so over. Oh, Joel. And Joel is a, a, what are they called? YouTube member. So I'm forced to display everything Joel says. If you would like to have me be forced to display everything you say, make sure to become a YouTube member. Go to the homepage, click that membership, helps me out. And, you know, you get benefits when it comes to Q&As and, and stuff like that. So what, what ho chaps? I don't know, man. What ho with you? Okay, Calder, please. 
Safe caller, please. I know it's Israel moment. Yeah, call Calder's Wi-Fi is being, and he's not Australian, by the way. He's uh, he's some type of, you know, the Isles. Every, everybody was trying to explain to me what the difference between like Great Britain, England. Uh, what's the other one? Um, Great Britain, England, Wales, Ireland. There's a Northern Ireland too. But there's no Southern Ireland, okay, guys. Like, this is made up. Uh, Wales, I think I already said Wales. Like, isn't that an animal, guys? Um, is that the one with like the dragon on the flag? It's pretty cool. Uh, what what are, what are the other ones? Uh, so, something with corn. Something with corn, dude. He's being. You know, I'm just gonna let anybody join. I'm I'm putting the I'm putting the. I know I look like a homeless man right now. I didn't have the chance to shave. I'm putting the StreamYard link right in the chat. So anybody wants Southern Ireland is the Rebel Republic. So there actually is a Southern Ireland. There's also Canada in like Australia. And somehow they fit into it because technically they're ceremonial monarch. Oh, Southern Ireland. It survived from 1921 to 1922. Can you believe that? It existed for two years. Okay, from May 3rd, 1921. Wait. To December 5th, 1922. So you guys, like, 18 months. Like, literally, my son is older than Southern Ireland. Like, come on, guys. It takes up most of the island, unfortunately. Okay, okay, okay. Great Britain. United Kingdom. United Kingdom. So it was like Australia and and Canada are they part of the United Kingdom? Is that is that a thing? Who knows? Okay, Calder is messaging me. Okay. <laughs> okay, Calder said he's coming. He's still coming. Okay, add the stream. Galix. What are, are gay? There, there's no way that's true. Is there something called Gaelic? I, I don't want to Google this. Oh, it's A-E. Okay, so relating to the Goldelic group of Celtic languages, particularly the, the Celtic language of Scotland. Oh, Scotland, that's another one. Okay. A Celtic language spoken mainly in the islands and highlands of Western. There's islands in Scotland. Isn't isn't it an island? Like, isn't it just one big island? What? So there, so there's like islands of islands going on here. Oh, Settler's here. Is he is he here to explain it for me? How's it going, Settler? Hello. Yeah. Yes, I, I am here to explain it for you. I you you are really triggering my autism on this stuff. Uh, <laughs> um. So yes. So Scotland is not an island. Scotland is a nation. Um. I I'll send you a picture of a map. Um, so Scotland is like the northern third of Great Britain, which is an island, and England is like the bottom two thirds of the island, and Wales is the like western corner of Great Britain. Ireland is not a part of Great Britain, um, but, I'll, but it's I'll part of the United there. Kingdom, though. Uh, well, unfortunately, only Northern Ireland is a part of the United Kingdom. Um, the, the 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 Southern Rebel Republic has been around for about a century now, unfortunately. Um, okay, so, so the the Southern Rebel Republic, 
Um, that that is not part of Great Britain. No. Okay, and it's not part of the United Kingdom either. Uh, no, it is not. So, so Great so Britain. It's part, of, is... it's part of the British Isles, though. Yes, yes. That that, okay, that you, would be you know... the term. Though, with that said, um, a lot of Irish nationalists will get really triggered at that phrase. Um, they um, <laughs> they they prefer to call it stuff like um, uh, like the uh, the Atlantic Archipelago or stuff like that because they don't like the focus being on Britain. Um, it, uh, it, it, you, you, the, you, you know, you guys make, okay, you're, you're Canadian settler, uh, allegedly, you know, we don't want to dox anybody here and I, I'm, I'm willing to nation dox myself. I know nation. that's getting a bit personal, <laughs> but I, I, my piety for Canada is greater than my fear of being nation dox. Okay. So, so you're, you're Canadian. Um, yes. but you, so you guys don't understand when it comes to the American school system with geography, I took AP geography. So I and I passed I passed the AP test with a five too, and was I five I out was of five. Yes, out of five. Oh, you guys don't have AP tests. Yeah, it's like it's basically AP classes are like college classes you take in high school, and you get credit for them uh, for for college. So I took basically college level geography when I was in high school. Did all this stuff, took the test, and passed it to get college credit. And uh, I went through the whole whole American school system. Still have no idea about the whole Isles, Great Britain, United Kingdom. I've, a, I've I've asked people this multiple times, trying to figure the whole thing out, but I just can't get it. Okay, and, and so, you know, so are you looking at the map I sent you? Okay, so there's other people. Uh, no, where did you send it to me from? I, I sent it in the private chat here on StreamYards. Oh, the private chat. Okay, and it's StreamYard, not StreamYards. Oh, he took his crayons to the exam. <laughs> Yeah, it was okay. It, it's Five very, out of it's very okay. So what what I was saying is, when it comes to world geography in American, uh, in the American school system, it's terrible. Uh, it's it's like I had to explain to my wife what the Soviet Union was. <laughs> yeah, and it's like she had no idea who Joseph Stalin was until she was like, late in high school. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm also and, Canadian, and Americans are just dumb at geography. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not dumb at geography. We have so much. You know, we have so much America. There's just so much America to remember. You know, we got 50 states. How many states you guys got? Like three. We have zero. We have, to remember, 50, we have zero states. Zero state. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. See, you have zero states to remember. We have 50 states to remember. <laughs> you know how much? You know how much stuff we have to remember? Because it's it's just absurd how much stuff we have to remember. Look. The guys in the UK can can flex when they know all about the the states in America, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you know, it kind of was a woman moment. Okay, not a buffalo. How's it going? Not a buffalo. woman moment. Well, not a buffalo. <laughs> but so so are are you um are are you looking at that map I sent you? Oh yeah, I need to look at the map. Okay, so I'll put the map up. Just okay. so for all of my American listeners, we're we're learning from. Uh, this is like. Pope Francis's synod and synodality. We're listening, listening church right here. We're exemplifying it by listening uh, to the, our the lesser greater, brethren. Okay, the yeah, greater yeah. Bodulia. So, um, and yeah. you're Anglican, and you don't, or I mean, you were Anglican. Like, I don't know. I, I would think oh, yeah, Anglicanism, ex- Anglicanism comes with like a basic history of uh, of the British Isles. I've, I've a bit. I can, I can name. You know, I actually know some 16th and 17th century English history. So I'm I'm not bad on that. I can I can give you the general outline 
of of stuff that went on. But that that's mostly because of my my uh, grad studies are kind of in theologians during that era. So yeah, I I know a little bit about it. But 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 yeah. So 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 looking at this, um, dang, bro, Scotland's almost as big as England. I didn't know that. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say almost as big, but it's it's pretty big. Yeah, look, look at that. Um, but I, the the population of Scotland is is much smaller. I, I think it's probably about six million, and England is probably like um, fifty million. Bruh, um, bruh, 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 dumb fries. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, these are the but, dumbest. These um, are the dumbest city names I've ever seen, bro. Sligo, <laughs> like Lawney. What? What is that? Londonderry. <laughs> bro, but yeah, so, 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 so England. Um, so, so where the English come from, more or less, is they original. The original people in the British Isles were the Celts, um, but then Celts. they. But then they were invaded by um, they were invaded by Germans. So the English are they're they're called Anglo-Saxons. They're a mix of like three main ethnic groups. Um, Did you let Celt- us, uh, Sorry, I think Calder is in the waiting. Stoke on Trent. Dude, I fish think... guard. What what are these these borrow in furnace what is working uh, the, i mean the, the, that 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 type of stuff is how most um how how most names work it's just we, we usually are reading them in foreign languages so we don't realize that's what the name is but like most most names of cities or places they're either someone's name usually or they're like that the, the name just means like this place or or, or land okay. or something like that okay we're gonna finish this up and then i'm gonna kick everybody out except calder I'm world famous. You can't kick me. I am. Bye bye. I am. Hello, Calder. Hello, gamers. How 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 far away am am I from you right now, Settler? I'm I'm nice try, Fed. No, not not like location. Okay, like uh, subscriber Uh, count. Five five and a half thousand subs. Okay. Oh, so I'm I'm catching up, man. Oh, you're at eight thousand. Okay. I'm catching up. Oh, sorry, my I did my math wrong. They're four and a half thousand. I meant. We all know uh, Christian is fifty-one and a half years old. <laughs> Dude, I, I literally yeah. saw somebody tweet. I'm fifty-one yeah, and a half. I don't know. I was just like, okay. okay, okay. So what what's going on with the okay Newcastle upon Tyne? Like, dude, you, you come on, uh, Anglo Anglo tards yes. need to explain to me. Isle Isle of Man. Isle of Man, and it has a town called Douglas. Really, Douglas? Yes. Okay, yes. What, okay. What is this? Alberta Swift. Yeah. So, so it's not an so, so, like I said, the the original peoples in the in the British Isles were the Celts. Um, but England is German. England got invaded by Germans, so that's why there's like Germanic names is mixed into English. Um, but Wales there, that that was that was just Celtish. Okay, so that's why they have like the really long wrong. weird names because that's from the Celtic language. Is that where the Loch Ness monster is right here? Okay. Yes, yes, right there. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm getting. It's my, named uh... after the Loch Ness. We have. Okay, okay. Come on, guys. Lewis <laughs> with Harris. Lewis with Harris. What? What are these names? Dude, we have in, in Quebec. We have a town named Asbestos. Tweed. So it's it's not <laughs> too bad. Tweed. I, I guess this is where all the trad cats uh, hang out. Yes. Tweed. 
Well, it's not. It's, it's for for the chat. It's not German. It's Germanic, is what I'm saying. Oh, yes. Do base well, St. George's Canal? Yes, yes. Channel, not canal. The English Channel. Christian okay. literal pikeman. Dude, so true. So when I when I so how long? Okay, how long? If I wanted to drive from Perzanchi, Perzanchi all the way up Where? to. Uh, Where, sorry? Thurso, Thurso up here. I right. want to drive all the way up and down England. How, five how long hours. would it take me? Five, five hours? Five. Are you? Six that's hours, like, though. bro. That's like Virginia. Yeah, that's like Virginia. On a good day, on a good day, like if it was like a Wednesday rather than like a weekday rather than a weekend, you can probably get to from you know sort of Edinburgh to london in about five or six hours you know it from the southernmost tip of florida to the top of florida takes nine hours well nine thank hours God we're not american you know it, it's like we okay you know it, if i want to go visit my family it takes me seven hours and i'm like oh wow seven hours that's not that far you guys you guys got seven hours you could visit like anybody in the entire country yeah imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. imagine canada it's so sparsely populated. It takes mm. so long. To Canada. Oh, yeah. More Canadian really bros. It's like. Is that you can get from London to like Rome in like 10 hours. On what? You can get to no, France. No way. You can get to France in okay, an hour. Stop. What? No way. It, it That's like driving me. to. Sh Christian, like it takes me an hour on, on the plane. You're up and down, essentially. I it take. I can go. I, it takes me an hour to get to Mass, guys. It takes me oh, an wow. hour to get to. It, to it takes me. It takes me an hour to get to Mass as well. I could get to France in the same time. You just I go actually, to Mass in France. You go to. Do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah, quite easily, yes. Well, no. You you say that it depends. You know, if you're going to go to France for Mass, you're not going to go for like a, you know, a Mass in French, are you? You're going to go for the nah. the real deal. So you'd have to go to Paris, um, you know. Uh, actually, pray for the repose of the uh, the set of Acantist priest of Nantes, who I actually met. Uh, mm. He was a very nice man. He was ordained by Lefebvre. Now I'm no set of Acantist, of course, but he was a lovely, um, this lovely old um, priest, and um, he had this lovely chapel. They had about sixty or seventy relics. It was incredible. Um, but uh, I didn't want to stay for the mass, obviously, because I'm not a set of a cantist. So when I was leaving the chapel, um, I obviously don't speak French. But what I did understand was, um, do you not stay for du sacrifice de mass? <laughs> so, Dude, I mean, it's like you guys are in Europe. Don't all of you speak like 20 languages or something? I only speak one. Really? You're a, you're a monolingual guy. I, I, I speak English only purely because you know we need to keep the dominance over other european nations oh, okay so like so like when i go to france i don't speak english when i go to france the first question i ask is pali vous anglais and if they say non monsieur i don't talk to them simply <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> in I, quebec I speak, I speak english to men in latin to god mm. uh, in quebec yeah, you you kind of have to speak english and french if you want to get around, because there's some people who are just like, I don't understand in, in both languages, because sometimes yeah. 
there was one person like the 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 people who don't who know English like the older folks it's slim to nothing like one time I said the word lipstick and they did not understand what I meant. What? Why are you so, talking about lipstick? I was talking about lipstick because I had found lipstick. Uh, I, I'm not gonna give the context, but I I, I do mudlarking. <laughs> I, I, I do mudlarking, like, and sometimes simp. you find old lipstick tubes, and you're like, "Hey, this is a, a lipstick tube," and she did, mm. did not understand what lipstick meant, and I had to say "rouge à lèvres" in French. So rouge à lèvres. Dang, guys. You know, I if I had to learn any language besides Latin, it would probably be French. To be to be honest, Others. I I went to the, I went for the march for, uh, to the march for life in Paris, mm -hmm. um, and that's where I met the Duke of Anjou, the King of France. It was amazing. Oh wow! Uh, did I ever show you? Did I ever show you that photo, oh, Christian? Yeah, you did. Learned yeah, Spanish instead. Well, uh, well, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Um, French trads are very normal. You know, like uh, there's this sort of stereotype that if you go to an American Ephesus P parish, you're going to run into like the LARPy tweed wearing trads. Yeah. The French trads are so normal and a lot of them speak English. They're very funny. Um, so when I was at the March for Life, um, there were just guys, you know, holding these um, Vendean flags with the the uh, the two hearts, which is the logo of the Society of St. Pius X. So when one of them actually had an SSPX flag, it was a white flag with just the Sacred Heart, I shouted, J'adore Monseigneur Lefebvre. And he goes, Oui, j'adore Monseigneur Lefebvre. No idea so, what that means, but basically. Uh, I, love, I love Monseigneur Lefebvre. It's really oh. not that hard. Wait, where's you know, oh, hello? Where's my where's my, uh, where's my Lefebvre? Where's your Lefebvre? Oh, where's hey, my... how are you, have... boys? How's it going? Oh, hello, hello. Whoa. I, I just I just have these these pictures of Augustine from when he was a baby. Uh, Dude, that, that weather makes me oh, wait, sad. No. We're gonna have a. Oh. That's so cute. What is that, Lefebvre? Yeah, Lefebvre so, as a baby. Future future bishop of the SSPX. Mm, so true. Anyway, Wait. Christy, would you be interested yeah. in a beginning yeah. of our conversation? Oh, yeah. There you go. Augustine Lefebvre. Yeah, I'm kicking all of you out. Okay, I'm going to leave. Goodbye. Sorry, guys. It's fine. Dude, the other Paul's crying right now. Kicked. Settler kicked. Nicholas kicked. Hi, the other Paul. You must be a papist to be here. Mm. Submit to the Pope and <laughs> we can't even hear you. Submit to the Pope <laughs> and I will I will uh, let you in. I'll let you stay. Oh no, I can't even hear you, dude. I can't hear him. Can he can he can he not hear us? Oh no. Rip, he's out too. Okay, Caldy. Hello, how are you? I'm doing very well, Christian. How are you? You're good? Yeah, I'm doing good. It's been a minute. It's been a minute it for has. sure. Yes. So I heard you're I heard uh, a rumor that you're going back to England uh for, for school. Really? You who did you hear that from? You. Oh, that's true, right? Okay. Um so I, I'm currently back from um France. I'm back in England for a few weeks. Um 
I finish my education in France in July. Afterwards, I'll be going to university either in England or somewhere in the European Union. Um, I won't be too specific, but um, most certainly I'm going to university in September, which is quite exciting. Oh, to be, no. Uh, be begin reading for a degree in, uh, in theology. Um, Are you so, back? Yeah, so, what, did I go? No, I went. I was wondering oh, I if I was back. Ah, right. So, so um, yes, things are... Things are going well, thank you, Christian. Yes, that's good. That's good. So, you started. You started the best. Calder is still a child. No, he's not still a child. I think you're technically not a child. If if not, I, I need a permission slip from you. <laughs> so, um, fax fax me over a signed permission slip from mm, your mom. Yeah, she's sleeping right now, so I'm not going to do that. But. Uh, no, so, um, yes, Christian, Divine Office Locator. It was Pius Twelfth, I believe, in his encyclical on the liturgy that stated the importance of a parish having Vespers on Sunday. And a similar message was um, repeated in Vatican II, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's something which... It, it's a genuine thing that needs to be addressed. In the modern era, um, it's very common to walk into a local Catholic parish and see a copy of Morning and Evening Prayer or some sort of uh, Book of Hours in a parish. The issue is actually finding out where and when you can pray this office with other people uh is the question it's so well i found that anyone who was attempting to find the hours at a parish to pray the divine office it was very difficult you had to be very specific in what you were searching for so i looked for inspiration there is the Latin Mass um, Finder. You have the Reverend Mass Locator or something. It's a name similar to that. But you have all of these websites to find where you can go to go to the Latin Mass or to go to a reverent, just a reverent liturgy. But there was nowhere where you could go to find the divine office being prayed. And this was very surprising to me that there was no unified sort of database where someone could put in their location and find the nearest divine office to them. So I put together with the help of a friend of mine who's a developer, divine office locator. Divine office locator is quite simply a free to use website, completely free. And it always will be a free website to find out where your nearest recitation of the divine office is. We list websites from the Anglican, Roman, Byzantine traditions, Anglican being the ordinaries, of course. So we, we list listings from all 
um, rites of the church, as long as they are in full communion with his holiness, we list them on the website. Of course, uh, for those who I'm sure will ask, yes, the SSPX is listed because they're in full communion with So Rome, true. But, but we won't go down that rabbit hole this evening. But essentially, you can, via our email, which is listed on the website under the contact pe- contacts page, or via our dedicated Discord server that we have set up for um, essentially just social communication so it, it, you know we can help um, change the website if we need to. You can actually give us information to put onto the website. Of course, because this website has only been up for a month or so and it's ran purely by, well, purely by me, a full-time student, there are obviously going to be a lot of missing locations. But thanks to the generosity of many supporters, due to a lot of the research that I've put in, going all the way from Europe, you know, France, all the way to America, all of these European and non-European continents, uh, we've added quite a significant amount of listings so far. It is a very... um, we, we we want to make sure that we are giving genuine information to people. So one of the um, conditions that we have when it comes to submitting a location to our website is that you actually have evidence. You have evidence to prove that this divine office is being prayed. What counts as evidence? Well, a parish newsletter, a website, Oh, an official communication from the parish priest even, because we want to make sure that we are providing a genuine service and an accurate service to the laity of Holy Mother Church, we make sure that all information that's submitted to us is checked by myself and then independently checked by someone else to make sure there is no mistakes, to make sure that the the day of the week is accurate or the time of the day where it's being offered, because you will find that in some monasteries, they will pray Compline at 9 p.m. Some will pray it at 7.30. So we can't just make an assumption when it comes to monasteries or parishes offering, offering the divine office. So it takes a lot of work, certainly, to make sure that the... Uh, the information that's being provided is accurate, but it is a, I forgot who said it, but a labour of love. It is truly a labour of love because, to reiterate what I said earlier, the words of Pius XII, the Vespers specifically is a very important thing. The office is prayed by all clerics of the church, it's prayed by monastics, it's prayed by secular priests, it's prayed by friars and brothers. It truly unites the church. I remember once when I was in uh, when I was in Paris, I met a traditional Benedictine monk and I was talking to him. How how often do you pray, Father? How or pardon me, how long does it take for you to pray? And he told me, uh, you know, four or five hours six hours when we're praying the office because we chant the entire office and that's beautiful 
It's a genuinely beautiful thing. It is truly the prayer of the church. The, the breviary is truly the prayer of the church. It changes every day. We have new readings, new saints that we can commemorate. It is such a beautiful thing. The breviary is such a genuine gift from Holy Mother Church, which is why we need to make sure that the breviary and the divine office is as open and accessible to the laity and the clergy of the Catholic Church to pray in common with other people as possible. It is a genuinely very important thing. So whether it's being offered in the Divine Worship Daily Office, whether it's being prayed in the Breviarum Romanum 1962, whether it's being prayed according to the Byzantine Daily Office, which is used by the Ukrainians, I believe, probably the Melkites as well, so on and so forth. No matter what your tradition, every tradition of the Catholic Church has a book of hours. Whether it's Great Vespers, whether you are raised in Ukraine and Russia and the Slavic countries where you have Byzantine Whoa Vespers now. after the message. Whoa now, Ukraine or, and Russia, don't say it, man. Or whether you get you taken are, down, or, <laughs> or whether you're born and raised like I was uh, in England, and you were raised going to choral evensong, such is the case for some Anglican families of the High Church tradition. Choral evensong is something that you would go to, as well as uh, liturgy on Sunday in the Anglican Church. It should not matter where you were born, or what tradition you come from liturgically and spiritually. Every tradition has a breviary. Even going back to the times of the Sarum Rite, the pre-Tridentine time in England, there was a Sarum breviary. You can keep going back and back and back, and there will be a book of hours. So Divine Office Locator does not have a prejudice against the Byzantine rites or the oriental rites or the ordinary usage for example because we recognize that the beauty of the church is that word catholic universal this is the beauty of holy mother church and the beauty of the see of saint peter is that we are catholic we are universal we are not just roman we are not just eastern we are Catholics, and it should not matter, and it does not matter what tradition you come from. Going to a public recitation of your Book of Hours is such an incredible, beautiful thing. It can revitalize your faith. It can make your faith grow. It can help you discover saints that you've never even heard of. You can go to choral evensong, for example, in the Anglican, um, uh, the ordinary Anglican tradition. You will hear readings you may not have heard before. You may hear collects you have never heard before. That's an incredible thing. And this is a universal thing. So it doesn't matter whether you are Roman you can go to a Byzantine church, you can go to an Oriental church, you can hear their recitation of the Divine Office. 
And this is why I think we really need a new revitalization and emphasis on the breviary is because, like the Mass, it is a truly unifying prayer. It is the prayer of the church for a reason, because our church is not just English or American, it's Catholic, it's universal. So there is a reason why it is the prayer of the church, and this is why this is why I founded the Vine Office Locator. People should discover the fruits of this beautiful tradition of the church, and God's willing, they will truly gain something from it. So I, I ask of you and anyone watching, please, if you know of a place where the divine office is being said, and it is not on our website, tell us, because I guarantee that sometime in the next year, there will be someone from around your area who is looking to discover this beautiful tradition of the church. But if there is no listing in their area, they, will, they may not ever discover this beautiful tradition. So please, if you know of anywhere where there is a public recitation of the office, please do, I ask of you, let us know. Because I'm sure like many converts, like my, m myself and Christian, Christian and I, when, when we went to our first Catholic Mass, there was just something about it. Even if, I know in some Anglo-Catholic traditions in England, they actually offer the new Mass, which is quite ironic. <laughs> but the difference, the difference between that is that when you go to your first Catholic Mass, it doesn't matter whether you're an atheist or whether you're an Anglican or Orthodox, you go and there's something about it. You go and you go, there's something about this. There's something that I need to investigate. There's something genuine and beautiful and divine here. Someone, many people, will have that same feeling when they go and discover the daily office, the divine office. So please, I ask of you, support Divine Office Locator through prayer, through helping us find listings to put on the website, but also following our Twitter, spreading the word. If you know someone who's interested in the Divine Office, tell us, give us suggestions. If there's something you should you think should be added to the website, tell us. This is a incredibly important project. And so I'm very happy to talk about it here today. Yeah, for any of you out there who uh, frequent daily mass, something very important to pay attention to is what everybody does immediately following mass. Because it's very common, actually, for parishes to have daily office. Or uh, mm. usually, usually they'll have lauds. Uh, that, that's what morning prayer is called in the in the uh, the new um, breviary, new breviary. The, the, the new breviary, the liturgy of the hours. But yeah, the, the, they'll they'll have lauds uh, right right after uh, mass. Or you know, it, it doesn't hurt to just ask the priest. Mm. I mean, at going out of mass because you know, a lot of these things I've noticed 
uh, when you go to a Catholic parish, this is very unlike uh, Protestant parishes you'll go to, but at a Catholic parish, there's usually a lot going on. There's just mm. uh, almost constant. I, I actually just checked my local parish. It's calendar Concert activities. Yeah I, yeah, I I looked at I looked at all of the activities they have, and it's like from mm. eight a.m. Well, seven a.m. because they have seven a.m. daily mass, which is wonderful. It's from seven a.m. to eight p.m. almost every single hour, they have some mm. sort of group or devotion going on or whatever it may be. So yeah, just make make sure you you just pay attention because a lot of times your your local parish will be having uh, daily office mm. uh, frequently, and you just don't or know. Or even about ask it. your priest. Even ask your priest, can you start? Can yeah. you start offering it? Yeah, because I mean, he has to pray it anyways. I that that's that's mm. kind of the part that just gets me annoyed. Is <laughs> they they have to pray it anyways. Um, so I mean, it's like, would it be too, may as well pray it publicly? I know, I know. Would it would it be too much of a uh, of a hassle to you know just just do it right after mass? Because I know you're going back to. Uh, going back to wherever you go and, and praying it anyways. So it's like, yeah, you might exactly. as well do it. You might as well do it if you're doing it. So or yeah, even no. ask the priest for permission. If he's not going to say it publicly, yeah. there is nothing stopping. As long as you're well-versed, this is, this is the problem is um, I believe in America, correct me if I'm wrong, Christian, mm -hmm. for the chair of St. Peter Ordinaria, you have to be a tonsured, um, I mean, um, instituted acolyte to lead the the office yeah in a yeah you have to be a subdeacon yeah straw subdeacon um but i mean so each, each parish has like 10 subdeacons so it's not really it's not a huge deal. Oh, oh yeah ours have so many it's not it's not a big thing here in england from what i mm. gather yeah they're they were gonna yeah. uh, actually i won't tell that story because that's gonna reveal personal detail uh oh. but uh yeah <laughs> oh whoa I'll, I'll, I'll find that later <laughs> no it's it's not anything bad uh but uh wh where was i going yeah it's uh it's 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 really not something to uh or or even like you know it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be a uh a, a parish liturgy the hours uh you mm. can you can do this with your friends uh, it's not that difficult somebody has the same time zone as you and then uh exactly. ma married married men do it with your families mm. just just do it just at least and even I, I i would say look or if you are wanting a more structured prayer life if you're mm -hmm. if you're a married man for example um or you know you're exactly exactly if you're a married man and you're looking into having a more structured prayer life i recommend looking into a third order whether it be a dominican franciscan an oblature with a mm -hmm. monastery look into some sort of third order where you have to pray usually in the the modern church it's only morning and evening prayer um i think even for labaro it's morning and evening prayer but um if you're a married man or if you're um even if you're a student, if you want just in general a more structured prayer life, make sure you look into a third order or just look into the little office of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Because I, I, I want to warn people, if you go to Baronius Press right now, spend $400 on the Roman breviary, 
and attempt to pray it every single day for a month, you will never open that Roman breviary again <laughs> because you will be so burnt out. You're not a cleric. The beautiful thing about seminary, well, I'm not a seminarian, but the beautiful thing about seminary, you have eight years to get into the routine of praying the breviary. If you throw yourself into praying a breviary, probably in Latin, or, or a monastic diurnal, exactly. But if you attempt to pray every single hour, even if you take away matins, you're going to burn yourself out. Start start with morning and evening prayer. Start with Lords and Compline. Get into the routine of it. Then perhaps you can add Prime or Sext, another office. But do not, because I've seen so many people do this. They do it with so much goodness in their heart. They don't do it maliciously, of course, or for you know for any silly, vain reason. But they will spend a lot of money on a breviary set just to never open it again. And, and if you, because if any of you out there has spent four hundred dollars on your Baronius Press, I will, I will buy back, uh, buy back from you for a steep discount. But yeah, uh, ser seriously, uh, little office of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Excellent, excellent choice. Um, my, my wife likes it. Uh, I usually uh, don't. Usually I actually <laughs> – I used to do the ordinariate um, office, and then I actually oh. recently switched over because I wanted to mm. uh, pray in Latin. I switched over to the, the Latin. The American one. I, 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 I bought. I, I, I can't – I yeah. just can't do the uh, – the, I, I feel bad because somebody's asking how cringy is Nova sort of Vespers. The the English version of the Liturgy of the Hours is pretty bad. The Latin is, is actually quite uh, good. I actually really do enjoy it. But just so many of their uh, of their clear 60s and 70s, late, well, late 60s and 70s mumbo jumbo that was going on in their translation committees where they were just changing stuff. It is it is so evident. There was is, yeah. uh, like uh, they I translate mean, I, I'm, uh, I'm a as love. They they translate God's mercy as God's love all the time. Uh, that 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 just strikes me wrong because uh, if you're if you're supplicating God's mercy versus supplicating God's love, two completely different things. I, yeah, I send stuff to the sun all the time. I, I, I'm certainly biased, but if you are, this is this is the advice that I've given to people because I um I have I'm a collector of liturgical books. I've written a few articles on the liturgy for new liturgical movement and so on and so forth. It's a passion of mine. So I, I've, I've spent a lot of time um, researching these things. When people come to me and they say, Calder, I want to start praying the divine office. And such happens quite of, often. I tell them, okay, so start by, if you are going to pray the divine office, Start by praying morning and evening prayer, Lords and Compline, and that's it. If you do that for a month, if you can pray Lords and Compline for a month without skipping more than two days at the very most, at a third hour, at sext or prime, if you can do that for two weeks or another month, you've if you can for two months genuinely get in that routine then buy yourself a physical breviary if you're going to use it. But do not make the mistake of buying one 
trying to get into the routine and burning out because it is a real a real thing um use the venom of uh I, I i i i voluntarily work for the venom of so i am biased but it's a great resource you can pray the divine office using your phone or your laptop uh according to the 1962 breviary in english and in latin if you can do that solidly to a point where you think okay it would be a worthy investment for me to buy a physical copy then do it but do not do not preemptively purchase one if it's going to be too much because for, for example for a third order dominican you are required though not under the pain of mortal sin, to pray the little office of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Or the ancient office of the Potters and Aves. Mm, mm, all that. <laughs> or... So if you're, a li- if you're a literate out there, and uh, just do your, what is it, like 24 Potters and Aves Something like for that. law, for matins, uh, and then like eight for the rest? Uh, do you know what? I can actually, I can actually, this is a bit controversial, so maybe this is the Afrié Dominicans before they became resistance. Oh no! Oh. What is it? This is their this is their oh. constitution. Um, this is for the third order. Um, so it actually tells me how many aves you're meant to pray for. Yeah, you know, I was um, reading. I was reading one of the papal encyclicals from the 13th century, and they actually mentioned mm-hmm. the ancient office of the of the paters and aves. And I was like, I, I it yeah. So uh, there's there's also uh, the little offices. Um, I'm trying mm-hmm. to find the book. Uh, on the tertiary reading list of it the says it says eight, here Christian, the eight for the recitation of the ancient office, which is the paternoster. For matins, they will say twenty-eight paters and aves. For vespers, fourteen. For each of the canonical hours, seven. They will also say the Apostles' Creed at the beginning of matins, before prime, and at the end of compline. Matins may be said on the evening before, or better in the morning. Or the tertiaries will say every day, either the ancient office, which is the paternoster, or the little office of the Blessed Virgin Mary, according to the Dominican rite, or the Dominican breviary, or the full rosary, 15 decades. So, you have a lot of options if you want to become a third order, for example. You have a lot of options... It, with the bravery. So, for example, for uh, I suppose most of the people listening to this will be American. The Little Office of Baltimore has recently been uh, published or republished, sorry, in a very nice leather-bound book that is about the size of the Baronius Press Little Office of the Blessed Virgin Mary, which is a, just a you know it's a wee book like the size of my phone essentially. Um, a wee book. Pardon? You said it's a wee book. Yeah, it's a small book. <laughs> it's a... you say with the British accent, it's a wee book. It's the same. It's a wee book. Yeah, it's a wee <laughs> book. It's, small. it's 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 not a big book. Um, so uh, so look into look into that. The Little Office of Baltimore is a great choice, or the Little Office of the Blessed Virgin Mary uh, by Baronius Press. Or um, Angelus Press. I've never, um, uh, I've never looked at the little office of Baltimore before. It's interesting. I, 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 I had a friend who bought one. I asked him to send some of it. It seems to be quite good. 
Yeah, this um, looks manageable. I'm looking at it right mm. now. It's it's a it's a wee book. It's small. Yes, but but I think the I think the best advice right now is the best daily office to pray is the daily office you will pray. Exactly. So I mean, it it, it might not be as cool as praying like I don't know the 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 monastic diurnal or something to pray the little office of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Or you might think it's more cool to pray. I don't know. Pray, pray all your offices in Latin and, and wake up in the middle of the night and chant for two hours, matins. I mean, uh, if you can, it's, it that would be amazing. Uh, but so, for whatever, example, whatever you do, anything from uh, a, another good option if you're in the ordinariate right is uh, ordinary use. I'm sorry, is Saint Gregory's Prayer Book. In there, it has little uh, kind of quasi hours uh, to do. Hmm. Uh, there, there's just there's a lot of different options. It's just whatever, whichever one you will pray is the one you should probably get. For example, uh, this is a book that I purchased. Antifinale Monastica. I'll make you big. This is, the, so this is to chant the monastic um, office. Don't buy one of these. Okay, do not buy one of these. If you, if, if you are becoming an oblate at a Benedictine monastery, buy the monastic diurnal. Do not buy one of these because if you are genuinely telling me that you're going to wake up at 2 a.m. every day <laughs> with a um, chant matin, if you do that, well, the amount of respect I have for you is, is you know, through the roof. But the fact, <laughs> the fact of the matter is you have a job to go to or you have an education to do. So unless you want to get fired or not receive a degree, I recommend you know being reasonable with your obligations for, ex for well for example what what you have to remember is that i can't remember the exact latin term but say for example you were a military chaplain and you had to offer um the septuagesima mass on a sunday but of course you didn't have purple vestments because you're in the middle of a war zone, it is permissible to uh, to use vestments that are not the colour permitted for that day. So if you, as a third order, are genuinely not able to pray all of the office, just simply talk to your um, superior in the third order and say can I pray less or what, what, what can I do? But for the, the lay Dominicans, you only have to do morning and evening prayer. It will take about the same time, probably less than praying a rosary. So it's really not a massive obligation if you are becoming a third order um, Dominican. I know the traditional Dominicans attached to the SSPX you are required to pray the entire little office of the Blessed Virgin Mary. But if you are unable to do so, it does not put you in a state of mortal sin. It's not like a priest who has to pray under the pain of mortal sin. The duties of the state comes first. If you have a wife and kids like Christian, of course you're not going to be condemned if you can't pray Vespers because this, you know, your son's screaming down the house. It's like, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it, happens often. So, 
we have to be realistic, of course, with uh, with these things. But um, yes, the office locator on Twitter, divineofficelocator.com on Google. Man, I should have grabbed all of my all of my office. Um, you know, I used to back when I was Anglican. I um, at at uh, at first I was praying. Um, Did you ever pray the Anglican breviary? No, it wasn't the Anglican breviary. It no. was the it was the Anglican monastic diurnal plus monastic matins. Oh, the one by Lancelot Andrews Press. Yes, Lancelot Andrews Press. Yes, I was, th- yes, I was yes. thinking, yes, uh, that's that's the one I did uh, at first, um, and then they came out with the Anglican Office book, which I mm. I was I absolutely love the Anglican Office book. I really, really, really loved it. I wish the um, I wish our office looked a little bit more like the Anglican Office book, but you know, it it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, I absolutely love that. And then I transitioned to that because uh, not only was it just intrinsically amazing, but uh, Bishop approved it because you know I was I was a seminarian, so I was required to pray the hours. Um, and for for the hours for Anglicans was morning and evening prayer, so I wasn't even required yeah. to pray the little hours. So I mean, it it wasn't even that hard. It took like uh, I mean, you can pray an Anglican matins and even song in what like 20 25 minutes oh yeah oh, yeah. combined May, maybe maybe that long mm. um but yeah so so that's that's what i did and then becoming catholic obviously i just started using the ordinariate um book mm. and then just recently after a very long time of just using anglican uh anglican books i finally decided to uh start praying in latin so oh. did you buy uh, a roman breviary uh, I've never, I've never, uh, no, no, no. I prayed the, the liturgy, of the hours in Latin. Ah, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more, um, it's a little bit more doable. Uh, and, and I do pray. Did you, um, did you buy the, the Latin office. version? No, 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 I didn't. I use, I go on a uh, universalis. Uh, I was, I was going to say that's though you can get them for 200 euros. I know where 200, but... 200 euros. Two hundred dollars. How many dollars, bro? Two hundred dollars? Yeah, something like that. If if somebody gives me two hundred dollars right now, I'll get it on stream. I'm not <laughs> spending two hundred dollars otherwise. Uh, the coolest, the coolest office I have though is it's up here now. The Book of Common in- Prayer in Greek. Oh, that's the book that um, Lexi bought for you, isn't it? Yes, Lexi bought me it. Um, mm. Yes, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Once I go back to learning Greek, I'll probably just pray the pray Mads and even song from this in Greek. Uh, and Andrew, uh, if you, I don't know if he's on the Discord server. Oh, Andrew, are you sending it? To, are you sending it to my address? Do you need my address or something? Andrew, um, uh, if you have Discord, please add. You know. Um, Add my Discord and I'll get you. Um, yes, get you acquainted with the person. But yeah, uh, I, I should probably I should probably start saving up for that. I eventually need. I eventually need to get a physical copy of it. Mm. <sighs> I do. But, uh, I I have I have uh, as you know, Christian. Uh, as I look up to my uh, to my left, <sighs> the books that I have on my shelf. Is the brothers uh, uh, Karamov by Dostoevsky, a book of common prayer, 
the Bible, Franz Kafka's The Trial, and then eight breweries. <laughs> Calder actually prays all eight breweries every day. It's true, many such cases. <laughs> I have, I have, I have one Roman breweries, one Roman breweries in Dutch, one. Dominican breviary, one Dominican breviary, and one Dominican breviary in English, and also a Dominican diurnal and the Dominican Holy Week breviary. Man so. has man has two Dominican breviaries. I have zero Dominican breviaries. What happens four. when you add two plus zero and divide it by two? That equals one. So that's one for Calder, one for <laughs> Christian. I have to, well, I mean. Uh, at least, okay. If, if you ever, to. if you ever write a will, could you mm. put the oh, Dominican yes, breviaries for? Okay, good. No, or or maybe I give them to your son just to like, you know. Hey, I, I mean, I mean, who knows? One day, a little Dominican Augustine. Who knows? We've made these jokes before. We've made these jokes before. Dropping them, dropping them off at every A. Dude, this guy is getting dropped off in a, at little, in a little habit. In a little habit. Oh, yeah. Um, somewhat so Reese asked, what's the best way to transition to the Roman breviary for someone acquainted with the ordinary? Okay. Wonderful. Um, Where's I Reece? would say, oh, there that's it is. Sad. Uh, so there's no easy way to do it because they are so different <laughs> essentially. So I would, I would gen generally just say, begin by praying morning and evening prayer according to the 1962 breviary. Uh, pray it in English if you want. There was an indult given by Cardinal Spellman in 1964, I think it was, to pray it in English anyway, um, which I think is still binding today for clerics. But um, just pray it in English or Latin if you can. Um, begin by praying that. It's quite simple. Um Praying the pre-62, the pre-55, Divino Aflatu, the Pius X breviary, as uh, the set of Acantis do, for example, or some um, traditional priests, even of the fraternity, and so on and so forth, um, is much longer. Uh, specifically for Matins, it's much longer. So just pray the 1962 um, breviary. Um but it's not an easy transition, essentially. He that hath two Dominican breweries, let him part. <laughs> <laughs> Who posted this? Tristan. I don't know if he. I don't. Uh, I don't believe you. I think, it's, I think Andrew. I think. Oh no! Did we just dox him? Rip. Rip. Well, he did ask you a question. Okay, he had a few. He had a few thoughts. Ah, oh, okay, I see. Okay, so I first, oh, right. I can't pray the post P in Roman breviary. Oh, so he's, I'm assuming he's talking about after the reforms of Pius X. Uh, yes, yes, yes. No, no, yeah. no, no. PM. Would PM be Paul or Pius? Probably Pius. But yeah, Pius X. He had yeah, his yeah, uh, yeah, liturgical yeah. reforms in 1910. I want to say. It'd be quite okay. nice if there were a breviary available based on the pre in Psalter. Where we might experience the majority of the Psalms and Matins plus Laws and Vespers. And uh, also, the little office of Baltimore is novel, only prime and compound right. come me, from the uh, uh, prayer and change. Be quite nice let if the me North find this tweet. 
I need to find. It's right under Chill Stream with Calder, right here. No, you, oh, you don't actually—you actually don't follow me back on Twitter, but that's. Do I not? Oh, rip! No. I mean, that's let's say that's like a very uh, desired. Don't, don't open the. You know, tweet. don't open the offensive ones. <laughs> we were going to open that. <laughs> no, I did. I did open the offensive one, and nobody. Yeah. The... You know. You know what makes me mad? We have all of these guys. Who hmm. I, I don't know how this works, but they comment on my stuff and I can't see what they comment or they quote tweet me and I can't see what they quote tweet. What is up? What is up with that, Calder? Could you explain? Would it? Uh, uh, well, some of them are private and you don't follow them back. So, oh, I thought I thought they were just yeah. being cowards. No, 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 no. Uh, would it be irreverent to pray the ordinary form and the Roman breviary simultaneously while I'm transitioning to the latter? No, of course it wouldn't be irreverent. It can't be irreverent to pray. Uh, the office, but um, it's easier. So, like for example, I know a Roman Catholic seminarian who found out that he was canonically baptized into the Greek Catholic Church, and so was forced to become a Greek Catholic priest instead. Right? Long story, but it was easier for him just to get straight into. The, the Byzantine office than praying the Roman one as well. You just need to stick your head into it, get straight into it, rather than mixing yeah. and matching. Because mixing and matching is not a good way to, um, to do it. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, definitely, if you if you're just not consistent, and you just switch back and forth. You're gonna you're gonna. It's not going to be well with you. Hmm. Yeah, I think the biggest divide is really uh, what most people, really most people aren't going to catch the subtle differences when it comes to uh, a lot of the content differences, obviously, except like like within the general Roman sphere, obviously, except the the liturgy, the hours, just a whole new animal. What people are really looking for is the difference uh, in linguistic inflection uh, that you may have. So I, I think that's actually the most the most troubling because I mean, for me, it's like yeah, the content switching from the uh, uh, divine office daily worship to uh, Latin liturgy, the hours. Yeah, I mean the the language difference is just always kind of there. Uh, uh, but, Tristan, uh, I followed you on Twitter. Would you follow me back so I can message you? What is what is he? What are you doing here, the other Paul? <laughs> hey, what are you, what are you doing here? Infiltration. I'm just here. I'm just here. I make my. I go where I please. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you have do you have liturgical stuff, Dad? Uh, yes, uh, I want to say liturgically speaking, for some reason, I love Calder's British accent, like his specific you, kind sir. of it. Like for some reason, when you say, when you specifically say Our Lady of Walsingham, it sounds very yeah. satisfying. I don't know how. Our Lady of Walsingham. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. But yeah, uh, liturgically, um, read the Didache. One of the earliest liturgies we have. It's pretty pretty epic. Okay, I I have something that you would like the other Paul. Ooh, ooh. Lexi got this for me. Book of Common Prayer. I I I remember you seeing. I remember. I knew you were gonna bring that up. I remember. Where 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 did she actually get that? Because I want it. I have I have no idea where she got it. No, it's probably 
Probably Amazon. I'm gonna guess. The book. It was. It was. I. Uh, I think this is. I, I, I actually. I, I. I think I know, but I don't want to say. That uh, essentially, if you go on Abe Books, there is like these oh, Indian yeah. printing houses where you can like give them a book and they'll make like a. Like you could just upload like a, a faux PDF. leather version of it. Uh, exactly, cool. you you huh. upload a PDF. Like so, it. like for instance, there is a Sarum Wright missile on Abe Books for like thirty or forty dollars, which is exactly with that cover. I kind of I kind of like the idea that there's somewhere out there whole sweatshops of people <laughs> making, es- making esoteric theology books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it even it even has. We have an order for the serum, right? <laughs> <laughs> even it even has like the the inter, original introduction to the sixteen sixty two, in and they translated crazy. it into Greek. That's insane. That is unreal. How much? Who how much did Greek? That and when? Like, um, it was in the early twentieth century because this this is actually uh, uh, ecclesiastical um, Greek. It isn't even like modern Greek. Uh, which Ecclesiastes? Mm-hmm. I mean, some some of those divisions between, like, yeah. In other words, it's like the Koine, Byzantine, uh, Attic, ecclesiastical, yeah. modern. I mean, that some of those distinctions are quite arbitrary. Uh, but yes, this is meant to be a more liturgical rather than something which is merely, um, just kind of for for the layman. But yeah, uh, I uh, for those who don't know, my first love before Latin was actually Greek. So mm-hmm. now I, 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 can, thought, I thought you were gonna say you were the wife, language that right. Jesus spoke. The language that Jesus spoke. Yes. Jesus spoke Latin. No, he spoke Greek. He actually did speak Greek. Fun fact. Ha, have you ever have you ever watched uh The Passion of Christ? And you notice he speaks yeah. Latin in there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I love that's actually my favorite movie of all time. Number one. You know, uh I I listened uh, I watched Passion of Christ Passion of the Christ for the first time after like two years. Uh, well, like two and a half, three years of Greek, and then two years of Hebrew, which was a lot of spoken Hebrew that I had mm. done. And I'm never going back to Hebrew. I don't. I don't really care about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, anti Semite, anti Semite. Yeah. Uh, um, but no, I but yeah, uh, I I I watched the movie, and I could actually pick up on some of the dialogue in Aramaic. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I was it, that that was just like the weirdest experience ever. I was oh yeah, Lexi, oh, and yeah. I'm like. I can understand what they're talking about. Like, yeah. really I, think it's, I think it's middle Aramaic. I think it's middle Aramaic. And it's like, sh- I, I, I had that exact same experience. Like my word, I actually understand a bunch of this. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure now with like a lot of the Latin dialogue, it'd be like nothing. Cause mm-hmm. I try to, I try to listen to a lot of, um, a lot of the lingual Latino readings while I'm like driving around or nice. making breakfast or something like that, just to get my Latin ear uh, going. Because, you know, uh, we, we need to have a, resourcement of spoken latin uh, definitely i was i was uh reading uh calder you'd be very interested in in this but i was reading about how some of the university i think it was seminary life was in like 1940s 1950s canada so this was this isn't even like united states and um and it was Lonergan. It was Bernard Lonergan. But Bernard Lonergan had studied, I think it was at Oxford or Cambridge, one, one of the English universities. He he went to a uh, he went to like a boys' school, whatever you guys used to call it, grammar school, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah exactly. uh, and first learned Latin there and then went to um went to university 
uh, studied a lot more Latin there than did his uh, did uh, some post grad work where he also studied Latin and ancient Greek, and they they still gave uh, in in the nineteen fifties the entire their entire lectures in Latin because I I heard I had heard in the sixties really? that it was basically I heard in the sixties it basically was like uh, the the professor would give his lecture in the native language and then give it in Latin. Um, because they were technically canonically required. So like, so like from lesson one, it would be in Latin. Yeah. But, but actually, actually like when it comes to, when it comes to specifically, uh, that time period in that place, a lot of places like (laughs) (laughs) I'm old, I'm older than Calder. That's so funny. Oh, put that comment back on i need a screenshot of that that's hilarious (laughs) yeah but they they had they they basically had up until the 50s and 60s and even into the 70s uh they they were still having all of their lectures completely in latin that it was canonically required to yeah that's epic because my mom told me she my mom went to uni for like multiple languages and she they did exactly that it was either because she studied both French and Italian at university, and I forgot which one she did first. I think it was I think it was a t- a French first, and then once she moved on to Italian, the lecturer started the first lesson, bang, all in Italian, whole things in Italian, mm. and everyone in the class is like, oh, uh, what the heck? But because my mom learned a bunch of French before, it was actually a bit of an easier transition. So they still do that at least for modern languages, but they should definitely bring that back for like the OGs. Yeah, because I mean, it 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 was like they were. Because what's what's so important, uh, at least in in Roman theology, is having having one language, uh, because mm. we have so much technical, we have so many generations of. I'm just I'm just talking about theological teaching. Here. Yeah, yeah. We have so many generations uh, of of the sort of built up system of technical terminology <laughs> to very precisely describe things, and it's very difficult um, to have all of those nuances. To be uh to, to be translated Pardon? into English. Yeah. What, what words did you just use? The new the nuances. The nuance. Like uh, like something uh something as simple as uh subrachione. Um uh, it, you you get throughout uh scholastic writings, uh, especially Saint Thomas, uh, this language of subrachione uh, being talked about. That and is not a monk, that is our holy father Saint Dominic. It is our holy father Saint Dominic, yes. But right. uh Subrazione, uh usually it's translated in English something like uh, rationally, intellectually, conceptually, but really it has a very specific gloss, which is talking about the the sort of formality of of, of a of a thing um, in in the consideration of the intellect, uh, but it's oh. very specifically subjectively with some sort of foundation reality. It's not purely Sorry. intellectual. It's very important, and in English it's. You know, oh, oh, the one below Dominic. Okay, so uh, I, I, yes, I can, I can explain this. So number one, oh, oh, right, okay, that is painted by my grandfather. Wow, this here, yes, is it? I know, and it was free. Thank you, Granddad. So this monk here, this is Blessed Michael Greydock. Blessed Michael Greydock is a very hmm. unknown saint. He was born in Polish Lithuania. He was a brother of a very uh, small religious order, which doesn't exist anymore, the Canons Regular of the Penitents of the Blessed Martyrs. He was a very, very holy man. 
he was a hermit and Jesus Christ spoke to him from his crucifix in his hermitage saying thank you you're doing a wonderful job you are other a Paul great... other Paul has been owned right now because how, how many how many of your Anglican priests have had Jesus Christ speak to them from the crucifix mm. um I've had I don't have haven't heard any of them I have heard them I have heard of Anglican priests actually every single Anglican priest I know hear Jesus Christ speak to them from the Holy Scriptures Owned, destroyed. We're going to need some nuance for that. Getting some, yeah, I but, think, um, I think I'm, yeah. I'm nuancing. I, I, so I, actually, I actually, I actually think it's uh, they hear their own subjective opinion coming from the text. <laughs> the interpretation, the subjective interpretation. Yeah. So, so blessed Michael there. Uh, he's a great, he's a great saint. Uh, look into him. Please build a devotion to him. He was beatified by the Holy Father in 2018. Um, very amazing saint, especially if you're Polish or Lithuanian. A, a great saint to build a devotion to. Um, second question. Where did I get this? I actually have two. I bought these in Walsingham. Um, Walsingham. 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 Now, of course, Walsingham is where Our Lady appeared in England. The Anglicans have obviously, because they've had no apparitions of their own, taken over most of the shrine. Um, no demons, baby. No. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, there is a big Anglican shrine there. There is also a beautiful basilica there, the Basilica of Our Lady of Walsingham, uh, at the at the traditional finishing point of the um the pilgrimage in walsingham i highly recommend if you're ever in the united kingdom going to walsingham it is incredible i've spent two weeks there last year and um after my exams this year i plan on spending two weeks there again because it's just sometimes it's hard to feel the presence of god and sometimes it's hard to hear our lord speaking Go to Walsingham for a week and you will be a new man. 100%. I would say new woman, but no women listen to this, you know, show. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I was... Hey, hey, I, Christian's yeah. wife listens, I think. She, Does she? I, I force her. There's no way. Um, but, ah. Well, no, hello. no, no. She, she, goes hello, through, she goes through and takes clips. That's what she does. Can Does someone... she? She's she's the clip finder. She is. She's the clip finder. Now, all, of, all of those mistitled, all of those mistitled clips, all Lexi. Actually, I get, get Lexi to clip my big speech about. I, I will. Office. I was. I was actually going to tell her to do it. I also have a request for Lexi. Can she download the stream and clip just every moment, every time Calder says Walsingham, and put that together? Just okay, Walsingham. we can get her. We can get her to do that. Walsingham. Walsingham. I, 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 what else? What else is she doing? So. My big speech on the Divine Office, she can clip that. And every time I say Walsingham, um, actually, speaking of Walsingham, look at this beautiful statue. I was given this a little a little while ago. Ah, I, actually, I'll tell you the story behind this. Um, when COVID hit, when, um, you know, when the politicians gave in to the New World Order and Still they true. forced our churches to be shut, I went to my parish priest. Um, during the lockdown, so find me, arrest me, whatever you want. 
Uh, I went during the lockdown to the parish priest's house and I said, Father, you know, I've been baptized for a week. I can't go to mass. I don't have any statues in my room. I don't have any icons. I don't have any thing that I can, you know, help with my prayer. I don't even have a prayer. Oh, I had a prayer book. So he went into his house and he took this statue of Our Lady of Walsingham and she he, he gave it to me and she said, he said, she will look after you. Our Lady will protect you. Here's a beautiful statue of Our Lady of Walsingham. So ever since I've been baptised, I've uh, I've had this beautiful statue of Our Lady um, on my shelf. Also from Walsingham, I got this beautiful St. Benedict statue. Um, I, oh, uh, I don't actually... If we're talking about all of our... Uh, actually, something that everybody needs to do. Mm. My most treasured possession is the crucifix that I keep. My... Mine is on the wall, and so I, I I'm not going to take it this down. Is, this but... is my desk right here, so I make sure I keep my crucifix. Mm. I keep my crucifix right behind um, my my. This one is right behind there. me on the camera. Everyone can see. So just I in case, got um, just like some Greek item shot. I, but it's I got I an icon to... on it. It's got an icon know, on it. And, and, and the to... Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer in Greek. This one. When I, I want to, when I want to pray while I'm studying, or maybe just. Just, just gaze upon the face of our Lord, uh, in in uh, in loving adoration, um, and uh, venerate and uh, adore His His sacred image. I I just look up to to that or my many icons which are right adore, here. Adore, you say? Hmm. Yeah, of course, hmm. of course. Yeah. Very, very Theodore the Studite of you, giving Latria to icons. Hmm. Of course, but of course. But of course, or my, or my Newman. This or, is my buddy. Like... This, is my, this is my buddy Pierre. He's a French First Crusader. Um, he gives me crap for being Protestant all the time, and I just give him crap Good. back. So love hate relationship. I have I have my Guinness bottle. Ooh. I have my so hi to Pierre. Everyone. Four four roses bottle. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go for a beer run after this caller. What should I get? Uh, you should buy I've some whiskey. Real man, I should buy some whiskey. What should yeah. I? What should I buy? I just bought. Um, you know, whiskey's just so expensive, my dude. It's it like, depends whether it's good or bad whiskey, doesn't it? I mean, I'm not, I'm not drinking bad whiskey. I like exactly from uh, wild turkey. Don't don't oh, cheap outs. You know, that's good stuff. Wild turkey. Yeah. Have you had? Do you even know what it is? I don't drink. Is that a whiskey? Who drinks, who drinks wild turkey straight? <laughs> I do. What? <laughs> I'm. I can actually handle my liquor, guys. I can. I can. Well, I can handle my liquor. I, I can handle. I got. The, I got this four rows single barrel. First thing I ever drank, legally. Qualification. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I, I was legally able to drink three years before you, King. How do you feel about that? Well, you know, in America, we send our we send our eighteen year olds off to die, and our twenty one year olds in in, in England, we just don't care about the we just don't care about the age. True. Where oh, show me here. He's talking about getting oh, medical. Le- wait, 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 wait. Lexi's Lexi's talking to Christian. Let's yeah, hear I don't what know she's where. saying. Oh, what you saying? I didn't bring it out. Well, he brought it outside, but I didn't. Uh, I think he brought it back inside. Actually, I, t- I took Augustine outside today to play in the yard, and he might have lost his he might have lost I, his cup. 
I think I do have something to show. I'll be right back. Not his cup. Oh, no. How yeah, did so... you lose his cup? That's so immature and so un. <laughs> That's so. I was, I was out there. I was out there reading Lingua Latina, uh, per se mm. lustrata, and I was, I was, mm. I was shouting to the wind. My my Latin Christian, verses. I've just, I've just seen something that you're gonna like. Okay, ceremonies of the sarum missal. But do you know yeah. the really cool thing about this book, right? Not only does it tell you how to offer the sarum right, but it actually has the ordinary of the sarum right in the back. Mm. So we can pray a dry mass according to the sarum right. That is that's actually kind of based. I definitely, I'll I'll uh, I actually I'm at it's kind of it's kind of like a it's kind of a magical point right now in my Latin learning, where mm. I can. I can very distinctly um, understand uh, Latin prose and chants when I listen to them, which kind of, on the one mm. hand, ruins it. Ruins a bit uh, some of the some of just the focus on the acoustical acoustic qualities of of um, some Latin chant and polyphony. Mm. I okay, I didn't get scolded. Don't lie to us, mate. I didn't get scolded. <laughs> she literally just asked, "Where's his cup?" and I said. Anyway, oh, who I've has heard it. of who has heard of Uzo? Uzo. It's a Greek spirit. It is what is it? Forty percent Greek spirit. So it's a big boy, and it's kind of it's more or less an equivalent of what Copian mentions here, uh, Rakia. It's uh, I, I did it's not basically licorice water. I did not get destroyed live by a woman. Oh, you know what I should get? Uh, what's the Rumplemints? You guys have rumplements? What's that? Rumplements. It's so good. How do, how do you even spell it? Eric, Eric and I. That that's actually the, the first thing I ever drank was rumplements. Uh let me see. 50% alcohol. Ooh, okay. Spicy meatballs. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. It's seven dollars for all. Let's go through I, the language. Cheers, salud, nasdravia, istokalon. That's all one Salve. You know, I don't have anything to drink. I, so. <laughs> I had to have something to drink to get through. This Nothing like some though. ouzo before 11 a.m. in the morning. Let's. Oh, wait, it's 11 a.m. for you? In <laughs> 46. Oh, man. It's, it's, uh, it's for Calder, it's like midnight. Uh, in in fourteen it's, minutes, it's it's midnight in fourteen minutes in Walsingham. I wish I was in Walsingham. I'd do anything to be there right now. I'd pog so hard over being in Walsingham. So true. I I I I, uh, I sat in the same chair as Bishop Williamson did in Walsingham. That's a fun fact. Because Bishop really? Williamson, uh, I in uh, in Walsingham there is a little uh, house. I've where the, the priests will hear confessions. And Bishop Williamson had sat in this one armchair. And when I went in there, this Franciscan priest, a lovely priest, he said to me, You're, you know about the Society of St. Pius X, don't you? And I said, uh, yes, Father, I do. You're sitting in the same chair as Bishop Williamson did. <laughs> I, need to find the, I need to find some good Bishop Williamson clips. Mm. Uh, those are so funny. Actually, the same person who made those gifts oh, that you see. Look, Lexi, did you did you scold me? They're wondering whether you scolded me. No, I was just wanting to know where his cup 
I just wanted to know where his cup was. See, there's no skull. <laughs> Not my cup. What is what is this? Yes. You're not gonna tell me. I'm gonna complain about it. I think I think we know how that went. I think we know there's how that some went. Christian, soul. where's your cup? <laughs> not my cup. Not my cup. Where, where's my Christian, pepper? Where's my cup? Where's my desk pepper? What? Where's my desk, desk pepper? pepper? It's not just me then that has desk pepper. I where's my desk? I have my desk salt. Where's my desk pepper? How am I supposed if, to eat this? If, if people want to hear my receipts and they can ask anyone who is there, because they're actually in the Sydney Tradcath circles, all of my best friends are Sydney-based Tradcaths, um, I can handle it very well because party recently, I had, of that ouzo I showed, I had seven shots, five glasses of beer, and I was fine. Uh, you say until, it, until I ate a meal after all of that, and I won't go into more detail, but yeah. I, nah. I don't have uh, my desk pepper. Five pints pepper? and seven shots. That's the half. That's a okay. quarter, a third of the evening now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They all say that. <laughs> he just takes half a glass and he's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, for, for me? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm uber lightweight. I don't... No, nah, I don't... Mm, I can tell. What then? So, show us your hand, uh, show us your meal. Oh, show, what, what, it's uh, it's chicken and rice. Bought today, I bought today miniature cigars from the uh, from the shop because oh, I thought that's it. cigarillos, baby. I but exactly. But on, the, I thought, on the other hand, I can handle my nicotine better than anybody in this world. No doubt can can Lexi? Can Le Lexi? Can I handle my nicotine better than anybody else in the world? Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Actually, uh, I just want to ask Lexi. Lexi, Lexi do so you suffer like... smoker's cough from secondhand smoking? Lexi, do I get smoker's cough? No, no, no. Do, does she get smoker's cough no. from the secondhand smoking? She says no. You didn't ask her. I, I did. She's right there. No, you asked if you get smoker's cough. I'm asking if Lexi gets smoker's cough from the secondhand smoke. No, because I don't smoke. Secondhand smoke? Oh, my way. <laughs> Dang, you're making my arm thing go up and down. Okay. And nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody, what? You're, the, you're, you're, you're sitting here eating chicken and rice. That's my new stream. desk pepper, but I still have desk pepper. It's just somewhere around here. Dang, I got that? two desk peppers now. I have, I have dinner here fairly regularly. I should do that myself. Yeah, you know, I, know, I, I, meal. I don't, I'm did I'm anybody, no more Militant Thomas cigarette streams? Maybe I'll maybe I'll go outside and smoke a ciggy. How cold is it? Thank you. It's nice cold. out. Maybe I'll go outside and smoke a ciggy. Cold for me, too cold. It's pretty good. Really? Are you being honest? Lexi, of course I'm being what? honest. I don't lie. <laughs> yeah, because St. Thomas. What's it? What's it? Okay. It's so funny how how like th this is just the interactions that are happening. This was a live stream about the divine office, and now you know Christian's just eating a meal, and his wife's insecure about whether the meal's nice or not. <laughs> okay, when boys, boys, when I married Lexi, she was the worst cook in the entire world. <laughs> is she gonna clip this? Is she gonna? Was, is she gonna clip this? Was the as well? worst cook in the entire world. Her her cooking was horrible. It was terrible. It was <laughs> Christian. 
Christian, I ended, up, I ended up eating chicken nuggets for two thirds of my meals because I I would I would just hate the meal so bad I would just eat literally anything else besides it. But now she is so, so much rude. better at cooking. This is Chris. this is a this is a uh, a- absolute miracle. It's it's like we, we could like do the, do the intercession of Saint jo- uh, I don't know probably Saint John Henry Newman. Uh, Lexi's cooking has improved. To be edible, <laughs> Christian <laughs> after Christian after sacrificing free time with the boys for marriage, and he takes Lexi's cooking for the first time. This is the worst trade deals in the history of trade deals, <laughs> maybe ever. <laughs> Christian, no, 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 you you guys only heard the first half. You guys didn't. Hear the <laughs> I hope. I hope, I hope she doesn't clip this. If you well. want to hear the second half, support Milton Thomas. <laughs> the second half. The Lexi's Lexi's response to this clip will be posted on Patreon. She's going to clip this. She's going to clip this and put this on your channel. Like husband slanders wife uncharitably. <laughs> Michael Lofton Michael Lofton respond to this video Husbands causes domestic clip (laughs) Hashtag patriarchy (laughs) Hashtag patreon Yeah, it's pretty hard to get like drunk drunk to the level of a mortal sin unless you're like Mm. legitimately trying yeah, you have to try to get the YouTube member-only wife's cooking brand stream. Which is a reminder, YouTube members, you should all be one. Paul, are you a YouTube member? I don't because I don't want, uh, what is it, over 35% of my donation going to YouTube. Fair enough. 35%? No response. Yeah. <laughs> 35% goes to YouTube. That's insane. Yeah, no, yeah it's, for not, it's not 35% for, um, for mine. How'd you check that? Science. <laughs> YouTube told me. <laughs> Your mom told me. That's true. I'm sure your mom's a nice lady. Oh, she is. I can't believe. I can't believe. I can't believe we went from the beauties of the divine office to your mum jokes in the space of half an hour. I mean, hey, I said, know. I said, chill stream with Calder plus divine it office. Look, does say, yeah, right. that's it. Chill stream is the def- is the definition here. Fair enough. That's fair <laughs> the enough. Wagner holds hands. Okay, okay. So most of the time, yes. <laughs> most of the time, yes. We do, we do have family. <laughs> most of the okay, okay, okay. I will, I will, I will defend myself here. Most of the time, yes. Family meals, holding hands, prayer. Bless us, O Lord, in these thy gifts which you're about to receive from the Christ our Lord. Amen. Yes, yes. Usually, usually, yes. But but. sometimes I have a lot to do, so I end up having to eat at the desk while I while I work. So you know, fault, fault me, fault me. I, I feel know. like I feel like oh, I feel no, like I Wagner while eating. Doing the well, I pray without I pray eating. without ceasing. So I pray Ooh. before eating. I, I feel like eating. I feel like Wagner with how he eats like a Twitch gamer. He'll just be there on a stream one day and just be like, "Can we copy strike the other Paul?" <laughs> Anyone know the reference? We'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I hope I hope you play a clip of mine one time because I will literally. Um, <laughs> I'll, be so funny. I'll, 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 I'll return the favor. I will find your house. I actually have his address. Jokes on you. 
I didn't even register to vote, just so my address wouldn't be. Popular. I will. I will geolocate. Any of you, any of you at the out there want to call right now? Get me. You're never huh? gonna be able to find my address. Because I, I didn't will, register. No, I will. I will geolocate <laughs> you. According to the sunlight reflecting off your wall right now. Eat with family or eat with YouTube stream. <laughs> Dang, you guys are you guys are brutalizing me right now. Absolutely, absolutely. I need that. One day, one day, Christian's gonna do one of his ordinary even song streams, and you're just gonna hear like, "Sorry, I'm eating." <laughs> you know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Our Father, who art, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Look, 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 look. You guys, you guys are, you guys are brutalizing me right now. That's real. I drink, hey, hey, I drink yeah, my last. From the Wagner's defense, come on. I drank my last Guinness last night. I'm so sad right now. Definitely in the chat, boys. Last I know. Do like a, um, a, like a, like a stream where you join on your phone. First he gets owned by his wife, then he does it. What's next? A Norman. I know. Then I then I talked bad about her cooking skills. What is what is the other Paul's first video? Oh yeah, oh. my first video. I'm look, I'm gonna look videos. at it right now. I'm actually curious. I just thought yeah, they're that. pretty um hang on, let me find because a... are they like super cringe? I mean, not cringe, but like it's a first video, you know, so yeah, I still need to update it. Yeah, my three first video ago. is literally like my channel channel introduction. I need to make a new one because that was literally posted three years ago. Dude, your voice is so much higher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who am I? <laughs> oh, frick. He's listening to Australia. <laughs> oh, frick. Oh, no, 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 no. Do I need more? No, I'm good. I'm listening to it right now. It's terrible. This is some deep lore right now. <laughs> I've wanted to make this channel for a while. <laughs> what is this simulated? Oh. That was cool. That was actually for a degree I was in, but I ended up leaving. I literally just like ran an ancient history class. And I decided to put up. It had to be marked. So I just put it up on my channel. Dude, you're freaking jacked. I know I am jacked. Yeah, you are. So what? What Anglican church? You belong to the Anglican Church, don't you? That's right. Yep. Right. Is it the Anglican Church of Australia? Is that what? What? It's yeah, yeah. That's just the normal um, Anglican right. Church of Australia. I'm in Sydney, Sydney Archdiocese, the mm. Heckin-based conservative uh, so, in Australia. Because I, I I don't know a lot about um, about this specifically, but the Synod of the Church of England. Anything that occurred, because of course the Church of England is the the the, the father church of the Anglican community. Yes. Today's um, approval of so-called gay marriages. Mm -hmm. What does that mean for the Anglican Church of Australia? Um, unfortunately, we actually had a. Um, it's gonna it's gonna depend on the diocese because we actually had our general synod last year, and. Mm. It was literally the, the main thing was going to be on this very question on same sex marriage, right. quote unquote, same sex mirage. And mm. <clears throat> unfortunately, it, it was literally just supposed to be 
putting in a statement that just reaffirms what we already believe, not just in scripture, yeah. but it's literally in our in our canon law. Um, it's put forward. It passes in the house of laity, healthy majority. Passes in the house of clergy, healthy majority. Fails by two votes in the house of bishops. Right. And because of that, the General Synod of the Anglican Church of Australia last year failed to just reaffirm actual marriage. Um, right. And what's freaking hilarious is that at the same time, they they approved um, only just in the House of Bishops, but still they approved um, the definition of unchastity, which literally says in its definition, um, sexual relations outside of marriage as defined in the Book of Common Prayer. Yeah. <laughs> so literally an outright self-contradiction. And from mm. that, our own Archbishop, uh, Kanishka Raphael, he himself said, I think he said something, something along the lines of like, look, if we're not even going to, if we're not even going to be settled on this issue, why are we bother meeting anymore? So basically yeah. signaling, screw it, like screw this union and all that. Um, and so, and for a while already, the Sydney Archdiocese has actually helped sponsor like breakaway movements in apostate diocese and that. So that's pretty that's cool. Why, and, um, that's what I was going to ask yeah. is that a lot of Anglo-Catholics I know who are, I don't like to generalize, but a lot of the Anglo-Catholic um, clergy not all of them, of course, but many of them are liturgically conservative, but mm. morally not. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right? that's a you know that is you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's I know really what you're bad. talking about. I've seen that. I think there's actually but, I won't name it exactly, what, but there's one there's an there's an Anglican parish, a relatively mm. well known Sydney Anglican parish near me, that is like super high church, like super up mm. the wall Anglo Catholic high church liturgically. But they've kind of had, uh, they've kind of yeah, had yeah. scandals of the sorts of like you know funking business happening in Vatican apartments, that kind of thing. Apparently, so. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, what? Why don't you join a continuing Anglican? There aren't any in Australia. Oh, There's I that. see. Um, but also, it was because. Well, quickly, just to answer the the original thing of like what Australia is going to do, I think our diocese, our archdiocese, rather of Sydney and the other faithful diocese. They might go along the route with the the um, the global south because they just released a statement where they said, "Look, we're not we don't want to leave the union, but we're going to basically consolidate that, that's no confidence in no confidence in Welby, um, right. and just to reassert um, reassert the truth." So I think our I think Sydney Archdiocese just, just stay in, but you try to keep fighting back. It basically, um, but yeah. Anyway, on um, on this thing, I actually didn't become Anglican. Because oh, I, I was come because I was originally like Pentecostal out of Hillsong and that still have charismatic mm. beliefs, but um, <laughs> I didn't come out of it. Yeah, it's sorry, cry to Paul, cry to the apostle. Um, but anyway, I came out of that and I wasn't like, hmm, what Protestant tradition do I want to go to? I was initially, I just wanted yeah. to find any faithful church, any good faithful church, especially in the times of the lockdown BS. And mm. my initial preference was going to be Presbyterian actually, um, but it wasn't like a super strong thing. It was just, I, I, I kind of like that. Um, couldn't find that, but by providence, I found someone who told me of an Anglican church near me that I didn't realize was actually still meeting because it looked like a heritage building. But then I right, realized yeah. I was only just looking at it from the backside. Um, mm. And so went there, enjoyed it. And I thought, let's look into this Anglicanism thing, um, what I'm getting myself into. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll stick with it. This is great. That's so that's kind of how. Dude, I'm trying to find the first Michael Lofton live stream. <laughs> it's like going through like ten thousand videos. What if, I found the first. Yo, found that's the a mad collab idea. What if like we get a bunch of us YouTube guys and we react to each other's first videos? Oh, that'd be sick. 
That'd be sick. Oh, I'm gonna host right. that. I, I I call shotgun and a ten warthog on it. Hosting uh, on the channel. Dude, me me deleting all of my first videos. <laughs> Lexi, Lexi, <laughs> Lexi, pull them, pull them. Lexi, we need to cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you want, uh, Paul, if you wanted to go to a faithful church, why didn't you go to the only church in Australia, the Holy Roman Catholic Church? Mm. Well, as I said, I wanted to go to a faithful church. Oh, oh, do you have any, yeah, do you have any, do you have any reactions when it comes to the whole, uh, um, apology <laughs> debacle? Is he actually yeah. becoming orthodox? I don't think, I don't think so because I think with his thing, cause he's already in like a mega Anglo Catholic church from what I know. Yeah. And yeah. so his thing is, he's not like going to become orthodox or Romanist. It's just. He 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 accepts their he accepts to a large extent their paradigm, except like the papacy, of course, and maybe certain other things. But he otherwise accepts them as like of the one true church. And he simply says, "And my church is of the one true church. We accept the same things." So his church, where he is, they already accept the same paradigm. So he doesn't have to um, convert in that. If that makes mm. sense. Yes, that makes sense. So like properly Anglo-Catholic, you know. Um, but yes, I would love to steal the site from him. Unfortunately, it is a registered company in his name, so. Unlikely. I, I still I have the original domain name still. Ooh. So, so oh, that's true. That. You do. You do actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Dang. I can't believe you registered it with himself. Oh man, this is this is uh. Oh yeah. The, the other Paul. We need to react to this one. I'm sure this is going to be like the worst arguments. Freaking in the Earth. World. We do. <laughs> the, I've seen two it, hours. I heard. Hang on. Can we listen to like the first minute or two? Because I oh, heard God. from someone okay. that there's an absolute doozy of an error in like the first minute or two or something. Okay. Um. Well, but I, I, I am I am going to head to bed because it is quite late and I haven't slept since I've came home from. All right. Okay. So. Good singer, many King. Blessings. God bless you all. I will see you. And and I will tell yes. Augustine that uh that you left the stream, Calder. And Augustine's gonna cry. Well, say Uncle Calder's sorry. Uncle Calder's sorry. I will tell him in the yeah. accent too. Good. Right. Other ball. God bless you all. Saint Dominic, pray for us. Saint Dominic, pray for us. Prayers to Saint Three. Um, and the answer, Luke, is because my mum named me Paul. That's why I'm not a Christian because she named me Paul. Um, she didn't name me Christian. <laughs> All right, boys, welcome. This is the other Paul. And today we're going to do some classic Protestant apologetics. No, no. So today we're going to talk about why Iconodulia is clearly a corruption uh, of the faith. Uh, it's an accretion, guys. It's an it's accretion, accretion, bro. It's clearly an accretion, bro. Accretion. <laughs> Me whenever I spot an accretion. Dude, uh, we need to get the get the David Erhan stream yep. going. Oh, let's my. Look the, let's look at the first couple minutes. I want to... I want to order some. Icon Veneration is clearly Christian. Clearly. This is David Arhan. In this video, I will be defending the thesis that the veneration of icons is apostolic and that the Seventh Ecumenical Council was right to declare it to be so. The state of the debate on iconography has changed in the recent months. It was previously. Oh, in the recent months. <laughs> We've <laughs> known about this for a very long time, my dude. You know, I mean, these, no, these are the, uh, David, David Erhan. You know, this, this actually is what this is what makes me like really upset. David Erhan is the one that will always say, like, the oh, Aquinas used forgeries in Contrarores Gregorum. Oh, cry. Read my and, and, then, and then, like, it, it's, it, it's like, don't St. John of Damascus? 
use so many forgeries. Nicaea 2 used so many forgeries. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, actually those are real because they were used by an ecumenical council. <laughs> so like no evidence, no evidence can be. Oh, you know, okay. And like, I, okay, I well, these ones are real because the angelic doctor used them. Yeah, the angelic doctor used them and they were used at uh, Second Leon. So actually, I can just say, you know, uh, I think Thomas Aquinas, all of those quotes are completely we can, uh, real. We can pull any authentic documents because, out of our ass, apparently. Because, you know, yeah, this this guy, he and in, in him and uh, in Dyer, uh, they do the same thing uh, when it comes to the papacy. Well, they'll say, oh, well, the papacy, uh, there's these forgeries that were used and blah, 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 which, yes, honestly, there were forgeries that were used. Yeah, we can we can admit that. But it's like you guys. You guys yeah. are the like you, you know Palamas. How many forgeries Palamas used? It was insane. Palamas used forgeries just I, like I, anybody else did. Second, my second Nicaea used I, forgeries. I genuinely believe like the nature and scale of the use of forgeries is an issue for both Nicaea two and the papacy and that. But with respect to this, when Orthodox say it, it's like bro, you're throwing stones in glass in like a in like a in like a what 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 is it um. Throwing uh, stones at glass like, houses. Chinaware or something like that. You're, yeah. Not even a glass house. In like a house made out of Chinaware. Yeah, know? yeah. It's going to freaking collapse like immediately as soon as you breathe. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it, it, I, I've always found it to be absolutely nuts that they will have this like weird sort of, um, dogmatism is not the right word for it, but like fideism, I guess. Where it's it, like, I, I myself, I have a uh, nuanced uh, position when it comes to forgeries. Like, I, I, I don't think it's right to universally use the word forgery because, I mean, a, as you know from somebody who has done, like, uh, historical study, there, there's legitimate false attributions. Uh, there's legitimate uh, works that are historically authoritative that are just given the wrong name uh, mm-hmm. and just from a different era, given a wrong time yeah. period. So just because it's it's a misattribution doesn't mean it's not an authority. It doesn't mean that it doesn't uh, have have theological pedigree. Um, so yeah, yeah, we can we can make all those we can make all those points, um, but to to just say the to to be orthodox and to say no forgeries or else it's just completely fake. And also, if you ever accuse me of having forgeries, no, they're actually just real. It's just or or, or or they admit the forgeries, but it's okay. We have the news, so it doesn't affect us. We, we actually this was a lost work from uh, I don't know Saint Athanasius from that we just Saint, found from Saint Popolopolis of. Yeah, wherever. <laughs> or or you'll have like the the elder uh, uh Bartholomew like Shmudovich or something like Elder yeah. Bartholomew Shmudovich said uh he saw St. Thomas Aquinas in hell real. <laughs> oh, oh but, but but there's the work there's the works of Saint Ivan Ivanovich Ivanovsky. Uh he said this. You're you're wrong. Yeah, it's like you have the oh, this random elder on Mount Athos actually said, like, you know, that the, the Pope was bad and he smelled like toots or something like that. Saint, it's yeah. Saint the prophet Saint Pisios, peace be upon him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, also they said icons are okay, but imaginative prayer is bad. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, I am I'm Westminster Confession of Faith when it comes to imagination and prayer, but yeah. I am Nicaea too when it comes to iconography. <laughs> I'm, I'm regulative principle when I when I want it to be. Oh no, no, I'm regular I'm not regulative principle when I want it. I'm regular principle when I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. These 
and and it, obviously it's it's uh, mon- mon- not all orthodox like i i, I yeah, recognize that all. it's just like hashtag not all orthodox it's just like some idiots that make the make the uh, other ones look bad but at least our idiots our idiots are i i think because usually our idiots are a bunch of uh nice guys like um like uh, you, you know who i'm talking about uh we won't we won't say his name but you know what i'm talking about they're just they're i mean they're like they're nice well-meaning people but uh a lot a lot of the orthodox ones um not specifically talking about david erhan um I'm, I'm usually just talking about a lot of normies on the internet they're just jerks too so it's it's actually kind of fun to, fun to make fun of them yeah and and let's 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 play this because he was just starting to say it. i remember the stupid claim he makes like it's right out of the gate the state of the debate on iconography uh, has uh, changed in the recent months it was previously about proving whether the old testament and the early church used images and showing that it was justified now it seems like some protestants are admitting that the early church did use images maybe even the scripture uh, admitted the use of imagery but they argue that the veneration of these images do not exist in scripture nor in tradition wait, wait, can you rewind that <laughs> I, I i swear he misspoke can you rewind that okay okay but before that did he say that protestants before were disagreeing on the usage of images being in the old testament and scripture Let's rewind because I swear he misspoke. I swear he literally just Previously, said about proving that the Old Testament and the early church used as phallic and that the Seventh Ecumenical Council was right to declare it to be so. The state of the debate on iconography has changed in the recent months. It was previously about proving that the Old Testament and the early church used images and showing that it was justified. Now it seems like some Protestants are admitting that the early church did use images, maybe even the scripture uh, admitted the use of imagery, but they argue that the veneration of these images do not exist in scripture nor in tradition. They try to Wait, justify what? their position by arguing. I swear the first one, he's supposed to say the Protestants once said that the that the Bible and the fathers didn't use images and that was justified. Did he did he just forget to say the not? Are you getting that as well? I I, I think he's saying that Protestants are now uh capitulating to the argument that the early church used icons. I, I think so. I remember him, I think that is definitely what he's saying but the first bit is really like I, th- I swear he meant to say that because either way that's never been that's no that's uh, he's framing it all entirely wrong like the prots have never denied that there were images the simple reality of images what we are saying is that there are a number of early fathers who do deny all images and then even those who start to uh, accept it in like a basic sense they either don't support or or explicitly deny icon veneration. The debate hasn't changed at all. He's he's totally he's totally inventing this. That's that's the error. I, yeah, I, I thought I that remember was, uh, this is the error. That many early church figures not only condemned images but also condemned the veneration of these images, and that the veneration of these images is a later development. Some of them claim as far as back as the sixth and seventh centuries, which is a very ambitious claim. Some Roman Catholic apologists really. have attempted to respond to this challenge, but they agree with the opposition that icons were not part of the apostolic deposit, but rather a development. In this regard, they agree with those who oppose iconography. This video will clearly demonstrate that this... <laughs> they agree with those who oppose iconography. Um, Actually, uh, David, uh, those who disagree, uh, Gavin Orland believes in God. Uh, you believe in God. Therefore, you agree <laughs> yeah. in, in the opposition. Uh, you agree yeah, you with agree somebody with the who affirms of ever... Yeah, you agree with the iconoclast, David. Hey, you agree? You believe Jesus was a good person? Guess what, David Erhan? You're a Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 David! You like puppies? You know who else like puppies? Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Hey, David Erhine, you drink water. You know who else drinks water? Christian Wagner. <laughs> do, you, do, do you know who else uh, drinks water? The Pope. Pachamama worshiper over oh! there. Oh! Mm. Oh! Hey, you know what? Hey, David, you're made out of matter. You know who? what else is made out of matter? Pachamama. Yeah, mm, I guess this, this is my this is my syllogism. David Erhan equals matter. Pachamama equals matter. <laughs> Therefore, David Erhan equals Pachamama. That's like Muslim arguments against the Trinity. Yeah. Orthodox arguments. One against plus the one plus one equals three. How do you explain that? <laughs> I have to. Oh my goodness! I have to find this. Oh crap! What is the what is the one Muslim guy whose shorts are now popping up on my? Shorts as in YouTube shorts. Or <laughs> uh, the British the YouTube average. shorts are popping up on my feed. Oh, what is this guy? When a gay guy gets into heaven, doubt. <laughs> X to doubt. X to doubt. We have to watch this one now. All right. All right. Oh, I can't wait. After this, I'm going to order some uh, Eljana. It's a... It's an Arabic uh, charcoal chicken franchise here in Australia. Oh it's, yeah, you've you've spoken about that before. Yeah. Hey, all, all the boys in the chat who like some El Jana, make yourself known. Hey there, your name and cause of death. Yeah, Alex, and I was killed by a train. Oh, I'm sorry to hear you say that. Do you have any questions for me? Yeah, actually, I do. Uh, why why'd you make me gay? What's that? Uh? Why'd you make me gay? I'm I'm not complaining or anything, but you definitely made my life a lot harder. We know. Right. Look, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't make anybody gay. Everybody chooses who or what they're attracted to. Uh, Wait, really? But, but I actually, thought let that... me ask you this: Did you eat a lot of broccoli growing up? Broccoli. <sighs> Yeah, I, well, I guess my parents are pretty strict about me eating my vegetables. Ah, well, there you have it. There you have what? Broccoli makes people gay. What? Broccoli makes people gay. You probably ate a lot of it as a kid, so you grew up. Oh, true. Oh, my God, that's unbelievable. How is it even possible? It's got to be the specific combination of the vitamins and the minerals. And when a kid growing up is he? Good one. Hey, by the way, I was meaning to ask you this. How'd you get killed by a train? It says that you died in your bedroom. Ooh. Hey there. Oh no. Oh my. No. No. <sighs> we look at the uh, incredible Zulu, the incredible Zulu click language. Oh, the same the same people who were like, "Oh, actually all cultures are equal." Uh, but Zulu click okay, language. No, Good morning. My are, name is Sakile. Yeah, There's actually an insane combo of from Safari and Surf in St. Lucia. Welcome to Ismangaliso. In South Africa, we've got a group of people we call ourselves Nguni people. Nguni. So out of Nguni people, Nguni. we split into four. four. All four of us, you will find us four on the you. east part of South Africa. Dang, only four. That's In crazy. a province, we call it Eastern Cape. There is Tasa people. Kasa. Like Nelson Mandela, Kasa. he was Kasa. under the group Boo. of Tasa from the Eastern Cape. Boo. In KwaZulu Natal, we've got Zulu people. Boo. In a small they, country, they, they got crushed, bro. 45 minute war. People. You guys got done. In Pumalanga, close to Kru National Park, there is Ndebele people. Ndebele, Swazi, Zulu, and Khosa, all four of us, we fall under one group. We does have a kick sound. As in South Africa, we've got 11 official languages. Language, we can dude. easily communicate with one another. You can easily communicate. The well known people in South Africa with a kick are the Khoisan or Bushmen. 
So the for Bushman. all of us, we've got a kick in the letter P. Our P, it sounds like Like the name, Ipapa, Ipin, Ipim, other Impolum Polum, Pum Opai, and with Poletta C. Our C, it sounds like Paul, Paul, like the name, Ella, Ekele, Ola, Ekelia, Colombia, Canada, Colta. And we've got letter X. Our X, it sounds like like the name Ota in Ota. Wait, wait, just say Roma, Corsa, Akrikoku. And we've got letter Q. Our Q, it sounds like ears. Like the name Kala. If we like to use them together in a way, when we say a water monitor jump fence, I will say, Bro, this sounds like pause right now. is to jump. You've seen Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones, have you? No. You haven't? Okay. The the prequels. I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up right now. Prequels what he just said, like, yeah, no, Shannon's speech. Okay. Oh, oh, bro, Star Wars. It's oh, the Marvel people are dumb. I like okay, Star okay. Wars. Okay. Okay. Literally, what he just, how he said, like, how he said, like that. When he said that, immediately reminded me of the of the the Geonosians. They're an alien species in Star Wars. <laughs> and you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no, bro! Oh, no, bro! No! No! You did you you did it to them. And look, you know what's even better? His name is Poggle. <laughs> Dang Poggle. other Paul, you got a lot of my uh my videos recommended. That is true. To I'm my getting, chagrin. Getting ready to uh evangelize the Zulu people. So true. <laughs> Pure Chopium, he he noticed it immediately. The Junotian's true. <laughs> oh, Oh no. What? Oh no. Chick fil A tests its first plant based sandwich. Oh, kill me now. Oh no. <laughs> no I hope they don't come it's, to Australia. It's you guys under. Them. It's under. <laughs> it's under. Dude, I, I, I literally. Dude, I'm, I'm such. So... I'm such an idiot. I kept trying to say it's over, but I wasn't paying attention, so I kept saying it's under. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was deliberate. I thought you were saying like it's going under or something. <laughs> it's under, bro. It's under. It's that's you know, this is real and it's in Africa. <laughs> oh man, uh, priceless, absolutely priceless. I need to find. Oh, that's way too funny.
I need to find uh my tweet, um, my tweet quote tweet of the Church of England because of their new decision is actually gaining some traction. I wonder if I can ratio the Church of England itself. I'll I'll help uh I'll help out. I'll share Please. you. Yeah. I'm gonna I'll put if it happens, I'm gonna put that on my CV. Ratioed an entire ecclesiastical body. Right in the ratio to five hundred uh a five hundred year old church. Help Paul ratio the C O E. <laughs> it's our it's our common common goal. Common goal. Paul I hating the Church of England. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I be hating the Archbishop can I be Bobby. the white hand? Uh yeah, why not? I'll be the, the hand of the ones who conquer you. <laughs> I thought I thought I was the uh mass immigration baby. <laughs> Oh, that's true. That no, no, true. those right. those are uh, no, no. That's from the Middle East. That's your your people. Hey, you are you are part of the mass immigration taking that's over right. the Western world. That's right, baby. How how do you like when it comes to like European identity? Mm-hmm. Like, do you do you have like a sort of solid like self identity? Well, not that that's kind of a gay way of putting it. Like, but <laughs> a, a sort of like when when it, when it comes to the way in which you identify yourself, uh, is is it is it like European? Uh, would it be? It's I literally I literally just sand. Don't care what anyone thinks. I just say both. I say I'm a proud European. Because my dad's side goes all the way back to the first fleet. So like yeah. we are, he's Whitey McWhiteface. And my mum, my mum and her side, she's an immigrant from Lebanon. So I just fully embrace them both. Like one day I'll be like, yep, I'm a proud, epic European, Aussie, Australia, God save the king, all that jazz. Another day I'll be like, inshallah, wallah, habibi. <laughs> <laughs> I take them both. I take both dude, identities, dude, man. That's, I don't that's exactly. Like, no, you got to pick one or the other. I'm just like, shut the freak up. I can do. Dude, both that's like that's like Hassan, except all of his all of his ancestors are are uh, sand people, but he still loves um like the English heritage. He's like he's like we as English Catholics need to need to bring back our. our- <laughs> and it's like okay, Hassan. When he, has that, when he has that one bit of little British in him. And someone's looking over his like high school scores. He's like, someone looks at it and is like, these test scores, too accurate for sand people. <laughs> it's like, oh really, Hassan, you wanna you wanna Hassan. bring back our bring back our Englishness to our Catholicism. Okay. Bring back our Britishness, inshallah. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. It's it's a travesty. It's the, it's the direction Australia's been going on forever, just like hatred of our ancestry. The, there's a whole republic movement here, which is cringe. But I mean, it, we're functionally a republic already, so it only the only thing it'd really accomplish, which is which is still important, still bad, but it only just be like a symbolic kind of thing. Um, even though technically we are under the monarchy, and technically there's some powers, but it's like it's virtually meaningless because the next time, if the like it happened before in the 1970s, our prime minister, because um, we have something called a governor general, which is basically over like in a like in a way like the accountability power next to our prime minister and our cabinet and that and they tend and they 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 report directly to the monarchy and our governor general in the 1970s actually exercised the power of the monarchy to get rid of our prime minister Gough Whitlam in the 1970s as soon as he did that 
uproar, absolute uproar. Because it's like, oh, we're a sovereign country, blah, blah, blah. So if anything even close to that was to happen again, Republic movement is just going to go. So it's it's kind of just a nuclear option now. It, it functionally doesn't exist. Liverpool in communion with Canterbury or something similar to ACNA. We, we technically are in communion, but it's like, it's it's we probably say here in Sydney like a communion in name only because it's a similar situation even with a bunch of dioceses here in Australia that are openly supporting same-sex marriage since since the general synod failed to reaffirm uh, actual marriage a bunch of dioceses took the advantage to to uh, to approve it um, so there's such a thing as like communion on paper versus like actual communion in Christ you know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna find out. What's the what's the I'm curious, what's the common core answer to one plus one plus one? <clears throat> oh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> funny. I actually, I wasn't I common core came around I that was with Obama, I think. Probably middle school and common core came around. At least my school. Well, here's the here's the thing about my school system. I I grew up in one of the top five richest public school systems in the country. Uh so <laughs> What was we, the what was the what was the uh, racial makeup? Uh, so my county is actually famous for being one of the whitest counties in the whole country. Um, I think I think we were ninety eight percent white. <laughs> how can you how can you stand all that peace and harmony? It was very you know actually it was kind of funny we had a three times higher uh, rate than the national rate when it comes to arson. But everything else was lower. Interesting, very interesting. So apparently, and white people like to white people like to burn random stuff in fields. Because I mean, I, I grew up in a very rural in, area, so there wasn't much to do. Yeah, insurance too. Yeah. There, there just wasn't much to do. Um, but yeah, it was it was a very peaceful upbringing. Um, I don't think I had a I don't think I had a non-white friend until I was in college. It was really weird. Yeah, because I mean, I didn't really do the whole online friend thing until I left high school. Uh, so most of my friends were real life friends and actually, no, I think I might've had one or two when I was in high school, but I knew them mm -hmm. from church. Um, I mean, they're more acquaintances than friends, but yeah, it was, uh, it was really interesting, uh, upbringing. Uh, most people uh, did not grow up like me. So yeah, we had, we had a very, uh, not like other boys, homogenous, very wealthy, uh, area. So our education oh, yeah. was actually fantastic. Um, unlike most, uh, of like the, like the city school kids or anything like that, you know, um, they, they paid for our AP, AP tests. They, I think they paid for like three of our SATs. Um, and, and funnily enough, when my wife was in middle school, she happened to be at the, at one of the counties that were more rich than the county that I was in. Uh, it was it was near DC, and that's where a lot of the government officials worked. So it was really rich there, and they actually wanted to hand out iPads for all the students uh, rather than textbooks. They wanted to pay for every student in the school system. When, when was iPad. this? When was Lexia Middle School? Seven years ago, eight years ago, somewhere around there. Seven, eight years ago. That'd be roughly around when that started happening for us started getting hand actually no we we even earlier at least for the higher grades and seniors and that they started mm -hmm. getting um laptops and or ipads yeah yeah now now uh, like 2012 from what i remember now it's for us yeah that i guess it's, that's it's a lot more, less 
I guess it's a lot less usual in America. Most American school systems yeah. aren't like that. But yeah, now now all the students it's get normal. laptops. It's enormous. And it's one of the biggest mistakes. Yeah. We mm-hmm. uh we we did uh have like a new a brand new school. I think my school was built in 2011, 2012 my high school. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we had a really new school. Um it was it was really nice. A lot of a lot of like small class sizes and you know that's good. So that's I, good. actually, our, our education was quite well. So yes, I do I do know how to do math. Um, I actually had the opportunity. Uh, I took my uh, Calc one, Calc two, uh, Calc three, Diffie Q, and Calc three is multivariable calculus, uh, Diffie Q, and linear algebra while I was in high school. Um, because I want originally I wanted to be a math major. Uh, so they actually had me had me take 100s and 200s level uh, math classes while I was still a high school student, which was really interesting. Um, which you know I ended up not even using it. So yeah, they act they actually gave a lot of opportunities for people to kind of specialize even while they were in high school, as long as you weren't yeah. like a is, basically. But the the our school system was so good that you would have to be like an absolute retard not to succeed. Like this is literally how it was. They had like vocational schooling. They had, um, like uh, they would encourage the community college uh, stuff. AP. I, I was like, if I you wanted have... to, if you wanted to try in high school, in order to do what you want to do, like let's say you really interested in history, you could take a crap ton of history uh, courses mm-hmm. while you were in high school and get college credit. If you wanted to do wow. um, languages, you could do that. If you wanted to do math, like me, I, w- I was in eleventh grade. I think you when wanted I- to do math. Yeah, that that's originally Ew. what I was going to major in. That's that's Ew. how I got, I got into some pretty good uh, schools, uh, Lafayette, Davidson, um, because I I had I had like a lot of um, excellence when it came to uh, what I wanted to specialize, and that's really uh, good when it comes to college stuff. But I mean, I never even used this. Is because... this is one of our polar opposites? Because I was kind of I was one of those semi retards in school. And when I was given the option in 11th grade to skip mathematics, I did. I just dropped it entirely. Well, I mean, if I didn't want to do math, like looking back, if I knew about my future, what I would have done is completely different. I probably would have just studied Latin and Greek and um, I don't know. I mean, done some history stuff to learn about historical method. It's definitely, yeah, there's not really much you can do when you're you're a high school student. uh, Although, I mean, the mathematical thinking, because I do think a lot more mathematically now, I'm not like an actual, actual, like, mega retard anymore with math but that mathematical learning definitely would have helped you with like getting into the very precise logical mindset with scholastic thinking in that I yeah that would have yeah. helped in an indirect way yeah i th- i think that's um i think that's actually why uh because when it comes to metaphysics metaphysics is the study of of being as such and you look at things uh like all of the all of, all of the areas of of philosophy are somehow related to being uh logic is related to mental being uh physics is related to mobile being uh uh, natural theology is related to infinite being uh so that that's actually that's actually mirrored very closely by mathematics and the the formal object of mathematics is quantity um so so it's really having having to think abstractly having to reason from premises to conclusions all that fun stuff Mm-hmm. Your video is frozen. Oh, now you're back. Now you're back. <clears throat> no, I'm back. 
yeah, so I, I think that actually uh, early life one one day if a biography is written about <laughs> hey me, someone look up Christian Wagner's early life please early life check on Wagner oh Dende Dende I'll be on VC later actually I need to take a Ooh. beer run I should probably actually get going maybe me too I need to get some work done yeah work I, need, I, I literally got I literally got nothing done today tomorrow <laughs> I have a I have a tutoring session in the morning uh, and we're going over some Trinitarian stuff. Oh, good. Um, so I've been doing a lot of a uh, lot of remedial uh, study from my notes when it comes to Trinitarian stuff, and I just got stuck on something earlier, and I just sat there for like two or three hours just working out the problem. If um, God real, why bad thing happened? <laughs> prove. Okay, so prove my math skills. Uh, if Jeffrey has twenty donuts, he eats three of them. How many does he have left? Well, on the supposition, so if. IFF, if and only if Jeffrey is the sole donut eater, then he has 17 donuts. Actually, if we are to consider that the donut is not merely its form, but also its matter, he still has 20 donuts because now they have simply changed location to inside his stomach. Well, well actually, when actually, the, when the accident... Actually. Actually, when it comes to the, the the matter that individuates something, it's representative of all of the all the sort of accidental qualities that individuates um, a, a certain form. So, with the dissolving of those accidental qualities, there's actually a substantial transformation. It's not a donut anymore. Do you always ruin parties? Dude, this is what everybody surrounds me in the party uh, about. You know, trad trad cat <laughs> parties. Trad, <laughs> and then I, you tell them I'm married, yeah. babe. Sorry. <laughs> trad trad cat parties are the best. Dude, Elijah, I don't remember Elijah. I don't remember how to do any of it. That was eleventh grade. I don't remember. Yeah, how to do see, I don't do mathematics because it has a sin. whole function called it has sin. sin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mathematics has a function called sin. That's why I don't do maths. Maths is of the devil. I think it would just be. All right, what's the question? What's the question Chopium asked me? He wants me to answer it. Um, it's going up and up and up and up. Uh, it would be, it? I, I think, okay, okay. So I think what you'd have to do is it would be the square root of three. Square root of three over two cosine. And then you would just have to... Yeah, it's not pronounced sin, it's pronounced sign. But yeah, um, I think it'd be the then you'd have to figure out what the the cosine of the square root of three over two is, which I think is actually Hang on one second. The, what is the cosine of square root of three over two? Literally, this is like the easiest like trig stuff. Give me one. Give me one second. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disappear. Just give me one second. What is he doing with his calculator? Hmm. He's still in backstage. I don't know what he's doing. Sine x square root of three half, and then I know math. Math was. You know, I actually okay. So, um, if I ever, if I ever, and this is an if. If I ever decide that I want some sort of hobby outside of theology to kind of, 
you know, get my brain a break from theology and put it to something else, I would get back into math again. I actually, I actually kind of want to get back into math again uh, one day. I think it'd be, I think it'd be like, is like, it's sort of like a hobby, you know, I like that. I, oh, I love that uh, video. What was the guy called? Uh, the, it's like three brown, three blue, two brown or something like that. Three brown, one blue, three brown, one blue. Yeah, that guy, his videos are so interesting. All right. All right, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you now. What I did. Yeah. And I think, you know, this, this stream, this stream has inspired me. Maybe one day I'll get back to Mathoma. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get back to fun math stuff to do. All right. All right, Christian, check your Discord. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the language of every young high school male. Actually, well before high school even. Paul, have you, have you, have have you again. ever, again. have you ever, there, check it again. Oh no. What did you do? Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show her that and then she's going to like kick me out. Damn it. <laughs> Be like, haha, look at this. It kicks me out. <laughs> I dated do it. <laughs> that would be that would actually be fun to relearn relearn calculus. Bruh. I would you have to go I back. You know, I, I want to do Euclid's. I want to do Euclid's mm. geometry. Do you want to I've never worked through the book? I pride myself on being able to create perfect analogies for things. And I think I can have the perfect analogy even better with respect to doctrinal development, even better than Swan Sonner's um, Polaroid uh, analogy with respect to like the subjective conception oh, no. of the thing and not the subjective thing. Yeah. Um, wherein it's objectively the same thing, but our subjective conception develops. The best analogy for that by far, fractals, specifically the Mandelbrot set. Because you know how of a fractal, it's the same thing, but if you yeah. just zoom in closer, you find new and new shapes, and yet it's still the same fractal. Yeah, that's the best analogy for doctrinal development. I, th I think people, I think people just need to learn classical philosophy, so I can just say like, yeah, it's virtually contained, and then people are like, oh yeah, it's virtually contained. Yeah, and then we, and we just like bizcat moment. What is the bizcat moment? Euclidean Thomism. Oh <laughs> no! Okay, I lied. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! 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 Yeah, I wanna. I wanna do Euclid. I wanna go through it. I. I, I don't know. It just like feeds the autism, you know. Feeds the autism inside of me. You want to read through Euclid's elements? 
Yes. And then read all the medieval commentary on Euclid. Fun. Wasn't that like one of, I think that was one of the most um, copied slash produced texts. Um, yeah, the, the Bible. Me, medieval, medieval guys were literally writing, writing commentaries on it. Yeah, that was the big things were like, well, obviously the Bible, but then also um, in particular Erasmus's edition when that came out, that was stupidly common. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> watching the call it the um, Lombard sentences, of course, that was ridiculously popular. And likewise, Euclid's elements. Was the various earliest book. Okay, so geometry emerged as an indispensable part of the standard education of the English gentleman in the 18th century. By the Victorian period, it was also becoming an important part of education of artisans, children at board schools, colonial subjects, and to a much less degree, rather lesser degree, women. Wait, say that again. I missed that last bit. Geometry emerged as an indispensable part of the standard education of the English gentleman in the 18th century. By the Victorian period, it was also becoming an important part of the education of artisans, children at board schools, colonial subjects, and to a rather lesser degree, women. <laughs> Chad. Oh, so Chad. So Chad. Dang, I can't believe there's an Arabic commentary on it. Dang. Uh, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> hey man, <he's> <laughs> bro, bro, this is so funny. Abraham Lincoln kept a copy of Euclid in his saddlebag and studied it late at night by lamplight. He related Freaking that he no. said he related that he said to himself, "You can never make a lawyer if you do not understand what demonstrate means." And I left my situation in Springfield, went home to my father's house, and stayed there till I could give uh, any proposition of the six books of Euclid at sight. <laughs> Dude, these guys That's were obsessed. Edna Saint uh, Vincent Millay, an American lyrical poet and playwright, wrote in her sonnet. Euclid alone has looked on beauty bare, O binding hour, O holy terrible day, when first the shaft into his vision shone of light uh, anatomized. Like, what, what, what are you hell? doing? Abra Abraham, uh, uh, Albert Einstein recalled um, that, uh, re referred to Euclid's uh, elements as the holy little geometry book. What are you guys? <laughs> Bible, no. Euclid, yes. <laughs> Oh my word. It's always no, I know it. I know it. Anti-Christianity started with nerds. Started with four eye nerds. Maybe, maybe I will go through it. It it's just it just seems fun. You, you should do it. Make make a lesson series. Or maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll beat you to the punch. Make a make a lesson stream series on Euclid's elements. I mean, that's more my domain, ancient history, so why not? Yeah, but my domain's math. Yeah, but I've, Euclid's a history. He's not a he's not a math. He's not a math. Okay. No. no. Probably had a lot of math though. <laughs> I love I love that the New Zealander accent is is beautiful. So is there uh, I'm gonna, 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 gonna study a lot of myth brew. I love myth bro. Yeah, myth is my favorite brew. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, myth, bro. All the school kids, mate, they all gotta get in the myth. <laughs> Isn't it meths though? 
Myths? No, no, no. Mathematics? Mathematics? Studying my mathematics? Is there like a version? Is there a version of Euclid's elements that? Oh, color diagrams and what do you, um, symbols. What's like the best version of Euclid's elements? What is a, what is a, um, I literally just made this up on the spot in my head. What is a New Zealand Akuma's favorite number? Oh no. What is it? My favorite number is sex brew. <laughs> <laughs> Mathoma has a playlist of going through it. You know, I don't, I don't need a playlist going through it. I need to use my own brain powers to go through it. It's like, you know, maybe, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll just, uh, it's kind of like, you know, that's why just uh, lingua latina is just oddly satisfying for me because mm. you can just figure it out yourself. You know, yeah. it just yeah, gives you enough. It gives you enough room to kind of have fun. You know? It's that, that whole issue of natural learning versus grammar translation, how they normally teach mm-hmm. the ancient languages. That's one of those few issues where you can say it's not an issue of, oh, well, there's pros for this there's cons for that. No, no, no. no. Natural learning is objectively superior in every way so than raw grammar translation. It, it just is, objectively. You learn to comprehend and understand even the technical grammar aspects far faster and more efficiently than with grammar translation. I mean, there's a, there's a reason why the norm... Um, Fun fact, even though I'm so good at it, I didn't even do two years of Greek. The rest of my study after my first year was just all autodidactic. Yeah. But there's a reason why they always say that to be competent in biblical Greek is to do two years of study because that is how long grammar translation will take you. It is stupidly inefficient. It's ridiculous. Yeah, where's my where's my copy of uh Athanasi? Yeah. <sighs> Somewhere around here. I don't know. I haven't I haven't picked up the good old uh Greek book in a while. Fun fact, um, there's a guy I know, he's in one of the big Latin Greek natural learning Discord servers. He's actually yeah. a fellow Sydney-based guy, and he's actually making a Greek version of Lingua Latina. Yeah, you know, I have I have heard of that. Um yeah. that Shame actually would that actually would be really so what's his um what's his kind of writing style when it comes to Greek. In what in what in what sense? Like we'll we'll use we'll use like the dual form. We'll like we'll use like Oh, actually, I don't know. Let me or is um, or is he is is this meant for classic students or is it really meant uh, um, more geared towards biblical astrologist? Uh, um I think it's just um learners will be supported in using either a classical or koine pronunciation okay i think i think it'll include the dual but i I remember going through the first few chapters and i don't think the dual is there okay i don't think so he may he may include it at some point though um because if he says that it does include the um uh, learning classical then it will need to include the dual at some point hmm Dude, this is so satisfying looking at Euclid. Oh. Uh, mm, you know, learning, you know, I'm actually <laughs> fluent Greek seeing if Christian discusses them right now. That is a reminder, <laughs> fluent Greek, fluentgreeknt.com if you want to learn Greek, best resource out there. Actually, actually, it is. Um, if you if you kind of have that background, 
of grammar translation, or even if you're just going in it uh, for the first time and kind of want to use it as a supplemental resource, because a lot of students find it helpful to do natural method and then have some sort of extra discussion of grammar. I mean, even even lingua Latina has grammar section uh, to, to do. It's, uh, yeah, at the, at the end of the chapters. Looked to me like I was a retard. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you if uh, you need kind of a little bit of extra grammar help, uh, then yes, fluentgreekit.com, code militant, 20% off. Dude, what was that look? You were just like... Some some loser commented on my um. On oh, my I thought questions. I thought you were I thought you were doing that uh, at like me saying lingua latina has a grammar section at the end, and you're just like, I'm like, <laughs> dude, if you ever uh, if you ever read lingua latina it's at the end, <laughs> like, no, I hate grammar I was entirely. Like, I was like, no, I just skipped over it. <laughs> no, no, I actually um, because you know how they have all their supplementary books, yeah. Um, the one supplementary book I got, I want to get more along with Roma Eterna. Um, there's the Grammatica Latina, which is literally just like a full book um, that kind of summarizes grammar, but also gives like full tables of um, inflections, derb, uh, verb declensions, everything for, for Latin. It's, it's, a, it's an absolute gem, including for like different verb stems and all that. It's, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I have I have all of the supplemental books until um, until Ro Roma Eterna and all of the middle uh, books between uh, Familia Romana and uh, Roma Eterna. So like Gallic Wars and, and all of that stuff. Yeah, my, my plan right now is once I finish Familia Romana, I'm just going to take uh, quite a few months going through all of the intermediate readers before I tackle Roma Eterna because it's it's infamously very difficult. And I'm also, I'm also going back and reviewing a lot of my earlier chapters. Uh, uh, the old ball and chain is here. Do I have, do I have any paper clips? I don't know. It's okay. I need to leave anyways. So yeah. I will talk to you later, Paul and see everybody. Okay. Remember subscribe. Hey, we'll, talk, we'll talk about my channel reacting to our first videos. Oh, Okay, okay, I'll do it. I'll we'll gladly do it. it. As much as it pains me, I will do it. And I'll, I, and I'll find some other YouTube guys as well who have oh like embarrassing my. first videos. Okay, I will. We'll do that. I'll see All you right. later. See you, King.